0: But it's Greg with some sad news. Um, kind of Funny best friend Jason Hales passed away over the weekend. Um, his mother sent out a Facebook message. He was only 41. Uh, and Jason was incredibly active in the Kind of Funny Facebook group. Uh, really active on Twitter. Uh, basically, if you were super dialed in, you knew who Jason was because he was welcoming, he was gracious, he was smiling, he was helpful, he was, he was happy to be here. Uh, but even if you don't know, uh, Jason by name, I bet you know him by his work. Uh, Jason is the person who started hashtag PS. We love you if you remember way back on a way back on a PS, I love you, xoxo. I was basically like, oh, we need to send this person uh, love. Go tell them they're doing a great job. And Jason on his own took that and ran with that and made the hashtag PS. We love you XOXO and motivated the community sometimes on a daily basis (laughs) to go out and find a game developer or a games press enthusiast journalist, whatever you want to call them and go out and say, Hey, you're doing a great job and try to combat the negativity we see each and every day on the internet. I can't think of a movement or a person that exemplifies what we're going for with the kind of funny best friend stuff uh, more than Jason Hales. You know, obviously it's a sad day and Obviously, it's painful to lose a a kind of funny best friend, a community member. But I think what's so special about Jason is that you go today to the Facebook group, you go to the subreddit, you look on Twitter, you look on his Facebook profile, and you see dozens and dozens of people talking about how this man touched their lives, how his commitment to being a good person made other people's lives better. And again, that's what this is all about. That's what kind of funny's all about. And so Jason got it, and he will be sorely missed. But I think the message of all this, right, to take away is that everybody matters everybody makes a difference i don't think when jason was being nice to people who joined the facebook group for the first time and saying hey he thought he was changing the world but you look at those messages today and he did he established i think in the industry's eyes what makes the kind of funny community so special the fact that you know out of the blue he would reach out to people and say hey and motivate hundreds of people to go say hey you're great we need more of that and jason got it
1: Oh, kind of funny thank you for everything you have done for us greg colin Tim and Nick, you've been amazing people, creating a wonderful community. And it's not all about the videos, entertainment. It's all about family. Thank you and have a wonderful day.
0: what's up everybody welcome to psi love you xo xo episode 46 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside the new face of video games blessing Eddie junior what's up greg 46 episodes in 11 months in when do we give up that you're the new face of video games and then are you just the face of video games because that seems like an affront to me and jeff Keeley. like there's a lot of questions about
2: this
1: Wait. So, are you gonna? Are you? Are you here saying that you and Jeff Keeler are the faces of video games? The two faces of video games? And of course, Shuhei Yoshida. Okay, I was gonna say. I was like, you can't just leave out Shu like that. I feel like I Shu. I think he's there. the heart of video games. Ooh, that's actually a good point. Shu is the heart. Adam Boyz is the butt. Oh yeah, that is for sure. fair also. Yeah. <laughs> that is also fair. <laughs> he's I, like a horse's ass. <laughs> See, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of who I think of when I think of the face of video games. Why? Well, it's always, what do you interpret that as? Because if you if you walked
0: up to anyone watching this show and you said who's the face of video games i would hope i would hope they would jump to oh miyamoto tim gettys oh uh yeah no no oh. no <laughs>
2: tim no wait you want to nice think mario is like the like they would go well, that's for, what i'm saying i think yeah. you go like way I, more yeah, I than go to go I, this thing
1: i go to phil spencer sure but see like we're super we're super nerdy
0: we're super into it i would venture to say 70 percent if not Eighty. Mr. Game and Watch. Maybe even eighty-five percent have no idea who but you can go poll Xbox users right now, mm. which is impossible, of course. But if you did it, it would I think eighty percent of them would be like, I don't know who even who's Phil Spencer. Fair. But is I also feel like you do the same thing and
1: like those people are like, Who's Greg Miller? Who's, uh, oh, uh, who's first Jeff off, Healy? oh
0: no, no, the numbers are way higher than that. <laughs> no, yeah, no, the numbers yeah. are way higher than that. No, 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 no. Well, but then even then, it's like Miyamoto. Do you think? Did, mm. did the At a certain time, I, I could, have, I might have even put Reggie in that conversation. Sure, of course. I think, I think that's a, a good pick too. I think it's a good pull too. This is a difficult question. Let's take it to Twitter right now. We're live, of course. Yeah, hey everybody. we're doing the thing here. Space Cle- of video games. Clear
1: your mind. No, is it Ninja? Because oh, we're not. Okay. We're like we're thinking of like our space of video games. I feel like we're not even thinking of the broader space. Is it Doctor Lupo? i heard dr lupo's dad was a doctor you hear that yeah i heard that too like apparently he like took the the name from his father and is carrying it forward right. which right. i think is awesome but did his dad
2: die is this a tragic story i have no idea i have huh. no idea do you think it was a medical your mind
0: no wrong answers don't overthink it who is the face of video games i'm hitting it now bam tweeted but y- y- first off, i feel like so many people are gonna tag me I want to give you, and that's the problem, obviously. This isn't yeah. a real poll. This is a haphazard poll. We're pulling, pulling from a community. But let's see what people actually say. Secondly, I want to applaud both of you for having the exact same conversation we had on comms last night playing Fortnite. It and was no on purpose. Done, no it one's done on any purpose. fucking
2: research since then. I'm like, wait, who's I Dr. Have...
0: Lupo? Is Dr. Lupo's bad at doctor? Is he alive? What's I purposely
2: on? had that conversation again because I saw the opening. I didn't think you guys would notice. There we go. Uh, you're just like, you're the worst.
1: Because I can start start last night because I think I brought up Doctor Lupo and I was joking that like he had a real medical degree and everybody was like, does he? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> does
2: I think he? you were like, like no, but now that I'm thinking about it, he might be a doctor. But like, he might be a medical not, doctor. A, like, not a medical doctor. Doesn't
1: have to be a medical. That's true. He doesn't. My 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 father is a doctor and he's not a medical doctor. Oh really? He's a doctor of philosophy. Oh shit! He just lost some points in my book. <laughs> Huh. Wait, why? My mom's a do- uh,
2: hmm. I got
1: 45 seconds to be a doctor.
3: Here's yeah, that's
0: How do you, wait, how do you not
1: know if your oh, mom's? Kevin,
3: okay. hold
0: on. Cuz she has Kevin? like a PhD in Kevin? nursing or something. Let's see. Mm-hmm. There's a simple. Like, are you a doctor, right? And what, do you deserve your respect? I think Kevin and I fall into the same category, mm-hmm. all right? You're on a plane. Some uh, <laughs> come over the last year. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, a man in the back has just had a heart attack or is choking or some shit. Is there a doctor on the plane? If you don't raise your hand right there, I don't respect you as yep. a doctor, all right? You're I feel a like fucking we... fake-ass doctor like Poe. Oh, I'm a doctor of so- criminal <laughs> right? sociology. Wait, that why is Poe any- give me all that knee advice? That's not getting anything out of somebody's throat, all right? They're choking over there, all right? They got something. They need a doctor like on that Rescue 911 I saw as a kid sure, where sure. they put a pen into it. Like they, they use oh, a stupid
2: yeah. thing and they put a pen there to get yep. breathed. Yep. That's the kind of breathing. doctor people need. Pull the, you got to pull the ink out so you
1: can have an airline. I just texted my sibling group chat is is our mother a doctor? Cuz like my, my my mom works in hospitals. Like she like works in in nursing specifically. I yeah, think I mean, even you can, like, you can have a doctor in nursing and I think that's close enough. You know what I mean? But I don't Where it's know, like, like it, I, I in in the plane situation, I'm sure she'd offer her like oh for point sure she'd get view. it. She'd, she'd, she'd offer her alive. helps, but I I don't know if she's like a doctor doctor of like what we're saying greg if i save someone in a plane can i start calling myself a doctor no oof
2: you know if i give someone the old heimlich maneuver sure person survives i don't and I like I, it's say- like one of those things where like they're like hey if we have a doctor i'll be like hey, i know the heimlich
1: i gave it to a dog it works <laughs> see i feel like after you say that last part it's like does anybody else know that i like in here before you give it to kevin <laughs> Plus, see, it I don't. Was I do think he it was makes you hard. a
0: doctor. I don't think it makes you a doctor. That does not make you a doctor. But I'm just saying, clear, like, I, I, I yeah, feel like I, could,
2: I can certainly stand in for one particular scenario, and isn't that uh, enough? Okay, sure.
1: Yeah, but you that, you doesn't in in. that doesn't sure. make you a doctor. That doesn't
2: make sure. you a doctor if you just jumped
0: in and sure. did. yeah.
1: Exactly. I don't want to like get anybody so here. Any, I don't here want anybody to, like predict. sue Kevin yeah. or Kevin.
4: Wait, okay.
0: hold, on a yeah, hold, on hold on, one second. On a second. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to PSI I Love You XOXO episode forty six, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Lupo.
4: Yeah. So what's going on in here, uh, gentlemen? Dr. About, Dr. Lupo, sorry, la- doctor Lupo, is that really Doctor Lupo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really Doctor Lupo. This is Holy really Doctor Lupo. Do- yeah, we'll so. It- is someone questioning my PhD? What's yes, there is.
0: Last night we were playing the Fortnite on Mike's with as friends, right? And the question came up. We were talking about you, obviously, all the the fact that you have to work with Gary with so much. We're so sorry about that. Mm-hmm.
4: But yeah, I, you know, everyone takes a little. There's a little bit of a struggle for every person every day. That's my that's my way of like you know taking the load off somebody else. You know, it could be inflicting that pain, and that's I'm fair. To, I'm here to take the brunt of it. You know.
0: And like a real doctor would. And that brings the question, <laughs> are you a doctor? Or is this is something about your father is what Kevin heard somewhere from maybe blessing who can't remember if he said that or not.
4: Do you, do you want the real answer? Do you want yeah, give us the real answer. Uh, so Dr. Lupo is, was my dad. Uh, he mm-hmm. was a professor at the school that I went to. And uh, my friend thought it would be funny if I if I changed my gamer tag on Xbox Live from what it was before to this, because then they could make like Halo jokes in class because he knew I played video games all the time. He knew all my friends, <laughs> like the story behind it. And actually it sure. ended up kind of being um, serendipitous because uh, a couple of years ago, he passed away from a heart attack. Uh, and there's a saying that, uh, that goes something like uh, you know, a person dies twice. The first time is when their body yep. gives out. And the second time is when the is the last time someone says their name. And so people are still saying Dr. Lupo. So in that, in that way, my dad's still around. That's beautiful.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, That's awesome. Really is.
4: There is, there is a reason behind it. There's there's a, there, you know, it, it's obviously I didn't plan that when, when things first started. In fact, oh, of course. Pro mm-hmm. tip. Don't put your last name in your, in your game tag guys. Like it really not a great <laughs> idea. I wish I would have known that back when I, when I first started, but uh, it, it ended up being a pretty good thing. So
0: that's awesome. Now wow. here's what I need you to do. Of course. Now I know obviously your father means a lot to you. I need you to generalize though. Move away from thinking about your dad for one second. Okay. Okay. You're on a plane. Okay. And they say, is there a doctor on this plane? Right. Come on now. There's only one answer, right? It's going to be the medical doctor. All right. I have a friend, my best friend, criminal (laughs) doctor, criminal sociology. He's not standing up on that point. I'll tell you right now.
4: I mean, I you you really think that there would be a second where I would I'd be like, yes, I can save this? Oh no 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 no
0: no no no! This wasn't about you. We were just talking in general. It wasn't about you. Yeah,
2: Yeah. because here's the thing if i can, you you can if i can scenario. give someone a
1: heimlich i think i should go ahead and call myself doctor Cause that, cause that's no, dr. Do- lupo. dr lupo is there a scenario where like like do you know cpr or anything where, where somebody is like is there a doctor in the house where you'd like safely be like yes i can assist i, can I do could something do something i could do
4: cpr i could do the heimlich beyond that yum yeah, nah pass a hard pass i'm not about okay. to be mm-hmm. re, re, i feel like that would be irresponsible Agreed. That's my big. Oh yeah, thing. no, yeah. sure. It's definitely irresponsible.
0: Yeah. For sure. Okay. Oh. All right, we're all on the same page then. All
4: right, I thank you, so. Doctor Lupo. Yeah, you guys have a good day.
0: All right, you take Me care. too.
4: <laughs> See ya.
1: How do we get is... him
0: in here so quickly? <laughs> I just DM'd him. I just said, "Hey, what's up? We we're discussing your name. Can you help us out?" He's like, "I got a call in 18 minutes." I'm like, "This gonna be way shorter than that. Don't worry about that. Just come in here." do this and lay it all out there for us but yeah kevin okay. you don't become a doctor if you do a doctor like thing you don't become the doctor
2: is there a thing where you become a doctor is it like a thing
1: is there a thing you, where you, you go a to school well yeah, yeah are, i know but doctors? like
2: guess what people go to school for nine and a half years and then the last one they're just like oh i'm not going like how close are they like is there a ceremony that you know where you you you, you have to you pass graduate. the bar you have to pass the bar yeah no you you there's a final it, test but graduating is a school thing. Medical school, medical school, med that's med- school. So you just pass in mad- medical school and you're all fine, and yeah, then you're a doctor. Yeah. So do you I have to you go are- to school? What if you're real smart? Just get uh, figure out. So uh, my, my
1: sister texted me. Actually, uh, my mom is a nurse PhD holder. Okay, I don't know if that makes her a Can doctor. Can you just respond <laughs> she, well, that that does not
0: help you in this in this situation? Well, I mean, it got us closer. I again, like on a on a on a plane. She would she would raise her hand. Yeah, she could, Is it, there a doctor on board? Specific uh, yeah, I'm a nurse practitioner. Blessing's dad isn't gonna ring it and be like, Bing, yeah. I, Bing,
1: I can teach you about technology or whatever. Is that? What you're, I thought. Wait, that's or, what your dad does. I, think yeah, I thought was, it was ethics. No, was like, he's he has a he, doctor. Of he'd give you the philosophy truth. in technology. I don't know. I don't know, man. You know very doctor, little about your parents. Like I'm gonna be thing. honest. I I'm shocked.
2: I'm shocked at how little you know about your parents. Were you? It doesn't matter
1: it's it, they
2: did like it's okay so, like, it's fine don't worry my, about my it.
1: parents were old when I, I was like a kid when they like got like when, when when they were like going through school and all this shit they graduated and i was like what do you do dad and he's like well now i'm a preacher now I, now I'm a, I'm a missionary but i also like teach in a university i'm like cool that's good enough for me you huh. know that's kind of where it stopped for me You're in terms of me being a teacher. By my, my, not anymore now he's just like a, a preacher and actually no he teaches some things he does a lot of things. Both my parents do a lot of things. My mom also runs a hotel. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> she also lives in North Dakota right now, Dude, and she also works in a hospital in North Dakota, and so she can use all the help she can get because the things are bad over there. I was on the phone oh, yesterday. Lord. She was like, she was like, oh yeah, they're having they're having us stay in the hospitals even though there's COVID. Like, there's. A, I, I think
2: it's just important to tell everyone to wear their mask. You know what I mean? That's true. Wear your mask, everybody. Wear your mask.
0: Also, if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is P.S. I love you, XOXO. Each and every week, Blessing and I come together to nerd out about all things PlayStation. If you like that, be part of the show over on patreon.com slash Kind Of course, on patreon.com slash Games, You can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post-show. You can write in to be part of the show like so many of you did today. And, of course, you can watch us record it live on patreon.com slash Games, Just like Ryan McKill is, Nina the key is and the Lou are thank you all for your support we love and appreciate you however if you have no bucks to toss our way on patreon.com slash kind of funny games it's no big deal you can catch the show on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe each and every tuesday morning of course it has ads you don't get the exclusive post show that we do on patreon.com slash kind of funny games but you still have a ga- d- damn good time i got a buildup of saliva coffee energy and just a, one of the weirdest openings we've ever had but this is why i, I can't like the dr. Server. Lupo here. the server idea is great because you just kick people with the discord link they pop in you know what i mean you do the thing kevin this is one of your best ideas ever that was, yeah, it was, it was a it was very Joey.
1: smooth transition in getting him in here i, think it a I thought idea. it was a fake i thought it was andy
0: no first. no you think Andy. and you've heard andy's voices you can't fake dr lupo like that i think he could andy's, no. still, andy's voice is the kind of voice that i think andy could could nail Speaking of Andy, Gregway, let's get some housekeeping done. Andy and Nick are streaming call of duty, black ops, cold war after kind of funny games, daily Tuesday. That's the day this post for normies. You can catch that on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. I would assume it would go up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games later. But if Nick comes out and just shits the bed, he won't put it up. You know what I mean? Cause he's a coward. He doesn't want you guys to know how bad at games he is. Uh, keep in mind too. We have a thing called the kind of funny games cast. There'll be a brand new episode on Thursday. This is going to be the big one week one of next gen, uh, me blessing imran tim all coming together i mean maybe andy maybe kevin maybe more coming together to talk about our first week with the xbox series x and the playstation 5 of course you're about to get a whole bunch of playstation 5 impressions uh let's thank our patreon producers first though uh blackjack tom bach A L W T gaming kevin is the best christmas elf jeffrey p p p p long sancho west gaming james hastings uh we are sponsored today by spider-man miles Morales' spoiler cast That's just a kind of funny sponsorship because nobody paid us. Uh, You get that at kindoffunny.com slash miles, but I'll tell you about it later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be just the topic of the show.
1: The amount that's of people that's that's that are responding to your to your tweet saying Mario is the face of video games. I told that's you. Fair. I said that's what that's I said, right. remember? Yeah. But like, that's Nailed a great it. one. that what one we're asking? I don't think that's what we're asking. We're
0: asking like... Well, I uh, said clear your mind. There's no wrong answers. What's the face of video okay. games? Yeah. Boom. You can't say yeah, there's yeah.
2: a wrong answer after
0: that. Exactly. We have 492 responses so far. Yeah. And what I, I've a lot, seen... A lot of blasting wow. in there. Man. Yeah, but wow. that's just because... Jens Anderson, who makes video games, is Duke Nukem forever the face of video games okay
2: he's just trying Nahas to
0: be cool mario pac-man see a knack in there that's clearly a but joke a jeff mario it was the top jeff the keely, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: But i feel like that's very much like our side it's of the it's industry it's though it's like i feel like kind of funny listeners i understand the answers being jeff keely greg miller uh you know mario shuhei yoshida i feel like if you ask like i gotta ask like a like a, a Twitch watcher or like a Twitch oh, yeah, watcher sounds like an insult. But I got I, I to gotta ask somebody on the other side of the industry. Or I oh, got to ask like Twitch a giant watchers. bomb Those Dirty Twitch watchers. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask like a giant bomb listener, right? Like who's the face of video games. Sure. But I feel
0: like it'd be like, oh, Jeff Grossman. See, it looks like the runaway answers here are, and I know exactly what we're talking about, but I understand. Uh, it's either Mario if you're going with something on that side of the games industry and then Jeff Keeley if you're going the other way. Which I got to say I respect. And I see a lot of Miyamoto's in here. Young Ye says Miyamoto. So yeah, you're seeing it out there. It's yeah, a few Reggie's in there too. It's definitely which Mario on. What was that now? It's definitely Mario though. Could be. Who couldn't be? <laughs> uh, topic of the show. Blessing. The PlayStation 5 is officially here. Everyone mm-hmm. in the world except Europe and a couple other countries that I don't know about had their first weekend with it. I asked people to write in with their reviews of it. I want to talk about this day. Oh, another day of celebration. Like you said, last week felt like this giant celebration. All this stuff was happening, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Like holiday. Exactly. Then it, it, it was holiday weekend. And then even now, I still feel like we're in the hangover. I, f- I still feel like, you know, we all got done with finals. And now we're just living this life that we've dreamed about for so long. So let's start here. Blessing,
1: how was your weekend with the PlayStation 5? Oh, my God. I was gaming nonstop this weekend. It's, it's been a fanta- uh, fantastic week. Um, I... I've played pretty much all the launch games that like I felt like I really wanted to play. Like the, the, the I, I got I and will talk about it later and the what you been playing, right? Like do here. After,
0: shove it in, include I'll
1: it in. I'll, in, I'll talk deal. about here. I I beat nice um Sackboy a big adventure. Oh you and, beat Sackboy.
0: I didn't know you beat Sackboy.
1: Yeah, I finished it. Okay. I beat and I I I can't believe how good it is. And I, Dude, I come.
0: Back, I know you're with me and I know you're about to go off on it probably, but like <laughs> People are sleeping on Sackboy. Oh Sackboy my god, is so good, and not enough people are talking about it. And I don't get me wrong, I, I adore Astro. I adore Miles. I understand why those are getting all the acclaim they are. And Demon Souls, too, obviously. But like, every for me, I've just been in this great place, but then also shitty place where I feel like I can't focus on anything, where I play Assassin's Creed, and then I go do a chore or whatever, and then I start up some Sackboy, and then I go do something else, and then I come back and I start Assassin's Creed. And I don't feel like I'm making the monumental progress I want in any of these games, but I'm chipping away at all of them.
1: Yeah, and I've kind of had the opposite thing where I've been hopping from game to game and somehow miraculously, like, just, like, destroying them. I am beating <laughs> beating these games one <laughs> after another, except for Demon Souls uh, and or Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, but, yeah, like, and, I mean, to, to even further uh, the fact that people are sleeping on Sackboy, my two favorite launch games at this point are probably Sackboy and The Pathless. I don't know what, what order, wow. but those two, those two games... People are sleeping on them heavily. They are both fantastic games. Um, I also platinum uh, uh, Astro Astro's Playroom sure. uh, this last weekend, but yeah, uh, Sackboy, a big adventure, fantastic. I might have mentioned this in a different show earlier, but like making the transition into it after having beaten Astrobot um, is co- so. Th- those two names are so confusing in my head since they're both the name of the character you play as. Sure, uh, having beaten Astro's Playroom, going into Sackboy, i was like all right let's see how this is it kind of it kind of reminded me of the transition from us part two going to ghost of tsushima where i was like okay yeah this seems rough and then i get into ghost of tsushima and i'm like oh no this is fantastic it's just weird playing sh- like shifting dynamic this much after playing us part two playing um, one
0: yeah one that's so clearly one thing and then into another right and how yeah. astrobot is this polished tight dual sense tech demo it's only four levels packed 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 with playstation stuff and then for me playing sackboy it's been that same thing of starting it and not that it is but feeling a bit empty like the levels feel a bit empty they're not as jam-packed mm. with other bots running around and doing stuff like you see an astrobot right so there are stretches of going uh through just to your objective and then moving on to the next thing but then trying to find all the hidden bubbles and hidden things in sackboy that's where the game really starts to unfold i think
1: Exactly, like the way the way I'd compare I'd compare them is to say Astro's Playroom to me feels like this four level long set piece. Like it feels yeah. like a roller coaster of a game where you're, go, you're where you're going from one thing to next. There's and not a moment is, wasted. Yeah, there's not a moment wasted. Everything is exciting. Everything is is lively. Everything is colorful, and it is a it is a roller coaster ride. Whereas, uh, Sackboy: A Big Adventure very much feels like a video game as video game. Like it is an excellent 3D yep. platformer where every level feels like its own cool idea and own uh very well crafted very well designed thing and it took me it took me a bit in the first world to make that adjustment of oh yeah this isn't Sackboy boy and it doesn't need to be Sackboy. boy in fact in my first hours of Sackboy, boy or or this is an astro it doesn't need to be astro my first hour of uh hours of sack boy I, I was like hmm man i wonder what it what, what it'd be like if they made this de- the tech demo and they made yeah, astro yeah, yeah. the whole game and after beating Sackboy, i'm like no, they made the right decision. Like Astro works so well as a tech demo, and Sackboy works so well as a full game. Like I can't I can't believe how good it is. I've never been one to be in love with a little big planet game and Sackboy, I think, is platforming excellence. Like it is it is it is so good and so solid and so creative and fun to play. And it reminds it reminds me a bit of um ukulele and the impossible air, where sure. that came out of nowhere for me. I played that game and I was like, huh. Like I didn't really play much of the first ukulele, but Impossible Layer seems to be doing things that people like pe- people overlook it because you know who's anticipating ukulele in the impossible layer but then you play it and you're like, oh snap. No, this is really cool. The way in which they do the collectibles and levels and the way um how creative everything feels and how every level feels like its own creative thing. Very good. What um, I love
0: about Sackboy, right? And you know, I'm I'm a little big planet fr- fan from way back in the day, right? Covering it from the first one on. And I think the knock Little Big Planet would always get and you know, you can kind of, for dreams you can see it to the nth degree, right? Of like, well, if it can be everything, then what? It's nothing. It kind of loses this identity. And I felt like even the media molecule levels of Little Big Planet would be changing so not drastically, but doing so much to show you what you could do that you never got in a rhythm of what they were. And so I really do feel it was a great move to have Sumo say, "We're taking Sackboy. We're taking what you know about the Little Big Planet Sackboy world, and just." lopping all of that off and it's a platformer and it's 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 a platformer designed to challenge you to collect, collect all the bubbles challenge you to get through without dying just be this and nothing more so that you can hone that vision and have you know that feeling of progression your skills getting better as you go and understanding what how to jump and how to land and where you're going and what you what materials you can grab onto which ones you can't like they've done a great job of it and then to layer in the love you'd expect from a little big planet game and a sackboy world and the detail of it right let alone the playstation 5 version of it with like fly away fabrics on sackboy and all these things to yeah. lay that in to have the set pieces you do have to have the one musical level that i saw Dornbush tweet about that you were talking about that i got to play uh mm-hmm. this past thursday or whatever it was like the way all that not even culminates cuz it's so early but i think it's the early culmination of like no this is the kind of game you're getting like, you're going to have the platform you've been doing and enjoying, but then also these kind of, like, set pieces. Like, it's so well done.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so well done. I, I can't praise the soundtrack enough. The soundtrack is fantastic. And before I even realized who, who was working on it, I, I like, from the, from the get-go, I had the, I had the thought of, man, this music is really good. And the further and further you get in the game, the more and more, the more, and more I was like, wow. Like, every level has great music. And, yeah, like, uh, sure enough, I look on Twitter and then realize that, oh, snap, Lena Rain is working on the soundtrack. Uh, She did the soundtrack for Celeste. Uh, Too Mellow, who is a remix artist that uh, I like, he does a lot of of video game music. Uh, He worked on the soundtrack, and then like a a bunch of other folks, you know, folks who worked on the original Little Big Planet games also worked on it. And Mm -hmm. Little Big Planet has always been a series that has had good soundtracks. Oh yeah. So this isn't like like dynamically different, but in in and of itself, it's it's still a very excellent excellent score. Um, You know, I really appreciate that. And then to also what you said, right? Like, I think the fact that you don't have to worry about the creative aspects of Little Big Planet—you don't have to worry about creating this suite of tools and then creating the levels with this suite of tools—and then show, like, teaching people what kind of levels they can make with the tools and having to focus on that aspect of the game. This game being able to be its own, uh, its own experience, right? Its own thing that is, hey, we're just making levels, we're just making a game for you, we're not worrying about any of the tertiary stuff has made for such a quality experience that I've never really thought of Little Big Planet or Sackboy being. And now it is. Like mm-hmm. now I can't mm-hmm. wait for the next Sackboy game. And that's sure. something that I never would have thought uh, would have been possible for me. But here we are. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and, sorry, go, ahead. go Go for it. Go for it. I mean we're talking about our first weekend. I think this I want to bring in Tommy Goodale, who writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can. It says this. It may be due to recency bias, but this feels like the most fun I've ever had with a next-gen console. The lineup is truly tremendous, and I love that there's something for everyone. This year has been as harrowing as they come, but these recent weeks have been the shining light that we needed the most. I'm glad that everybody seems to be enjoying their new consoles, whether they got a PS5 or the Xbox Series X. The only downside in all of this is that most of my friends haven't been able to get a PS5 yet, and I'd love to be able to share this experience with all of them. Hopefully, sooner rather than later, the PS5 will become more widely available for everybody uh, because it really is a fantastic console. Blessing. Mm -hmm. Is it recency bias? Like, Are you having the same thing? Are you having more fun, you think, with this next-gen console than you have in the past?
1: Yes, and I think... I don't know. I don't think it's rec- recency bias. I think it is legitimately the games are all have all just been awesome. I, I, I we've said this multiple weeks in a row now, and I will echo, echo it again. Like this launch lineup is incredible mm-hmm. in a way that I've never. This is my first time experiencing a launch lineup like this. Like I've played, I've had systems like the Switch, which has Breath of the Wild, which is one of my favorite games, if not my favorite game of all time um but that was like that was one game with that system right like i you, you ha, you've had uh the ps4 launch lineup you know which was fine but fine wasn't it. <laughs> you know like like game after game after game i find myself having some of the most fun i've had with games this year and granted i think part of it too is because it's all concentrated you know if, if i played astrobot uh astrobot or even sackboy on a random tuesday in the middle of the year i'd probably play it be like Man, that was fantastic. And then go about the rest of my week or the rest of my sure. month and not necessarily talk about it as much. Th- this launch lineup has been blow after blow after blow of, oh man, Spider Man Miles Morales is awesome. Oh man, Astro's Playroom is great. The Pathless is excellent. The Sackboy is awesome. Uh, uh, and then even on the Xbox side, right? Like I booted up Yakuza like a dragon the other day and immediately was like, yeah, this is hitting the spot right now. Uh, and yeah, no, I, the games are great right now. I think that's what it is.
0: Yeah, I think this is. Something special in terms of a console launch, because even thinking back on all the different launches I've covered or had, obviously, I'm trying I'm and I know we this was last week's episode's title right of like, it's the best, you know, this is the best launch lineup of all time. I can't remember another time where I felt so torn between amazing experiences. Where, you know, I mean, like, there's always something to play on these machines, but and, and go on and go, go deep into but even with us getting early copies of stuff and being able to get reviews out ahead of time, thank God, I'm still now after launch, ca- caught up in so many things I want to experience and I want to do I haven't even started pathless yet, right. And it's that thing of like, Assassin's Creed is the big, you know, RPG I'm playing right now. I do want to get back to Demon Souls at some point, but when will I have time for that? Let alone Cyberpunk still on the horizon here, coming that way. Let alone Phoenix on the horizon here. Like, there's still so much happening. But even right now, of you know, last night, he, he, you know, we make the joke about the the Fortnite stuff. Uh, last week on what Games Daily, we we yeah. made this patch that we would play. Yeah, we would play uh, uh, Fortnite on <laughs> Sunday night at ten o'clock. And when Kevin texted, there was that moment of like. Oh, man, because like I was almost all the way through Lego Batman and I was like so ready to jump back into Valhalla and get, you know, go grind skill points and get on that. It's like, oh, right. And then when we started playing, it was like so much fun. And now, you know, Monday, I'm hopeful that we play it again tonight. You know what hmm. I mean? And so even there of like juggling what, and, and I know Fortnite's obviously been out forever, but how it looks on PlayStation 5, how it plays on PlayStation 5. Again, like, even though I know the parties, people hate the way they've been set up, I thought last night was pretty awesome that we've had this kind of funny group forever, and now there's just a voice chat channel on it that we could all jump into, like, and not have to build something new and go from. Like, that, it's a really ridiculous embarrassment of riches right now, in terms of how much stuff there is to play and how much stuff I want to play.
1: Yeah, and I think there's also, I think there's always the excitement of a new console in general uh because like even going back to this the switch coming out i think part of what made even breath of the wild such a special experience was playing with the joy cons and it being this new thing of like oh i've i've never held a controller like this before uh because i was playing with my joy cons attached to the joy con grip and i was like whoa what the fuck is this and that that element of discovery like of the new platform as you're experiencing like this cool new thing this cool new game yeah i think kind of at add, like adds on to itself the ps5 with the, with the dual sense and with the ui and all the newness in general i think that's what's kept me coming back is the idea of not only do i have these great games but i want to continue to play on this console because i don't want to stop because it's this new thing it's it's a mystery to me like i want to see how different games function with the dual sense i want to see how good fortnite looks on, my, on the on the ps5 compared to how it looked on the ps4 or on the switch in our case yeah. um yeah and no, it's still- way
0: better than the switch
1: <laughs> oh yeah no the draw distance compared to, to the switch is great um but yeah like it, it does it it feels like an overall new experience which i think is going to happen regardless of the new console but still adds on to the wow i can't stop playing games wow this feels so cool wow i want to keep going kind of thing
0: uh i want to get aj shank involved here aj wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can to be part of ps i love you xoxo and says i can't gush enough about astro's playroom it's such a lovingly crafted fun experience that everyone who gets a playstation 5 should absolutely play but one part of it not to miss out on is the speed running levels i originally did these just to do them as the trophy isn't required for the platinum trophy but i wanted to 100 anyway after I finished all of the levels and got my total time under seven minutes, I thought about deleting Astra from my SSD, but for some reason I didn't. Then something happened. My three best friends started doing the speed run levels as well as the Play started doing the speed run levels as well. The PlayStation 5 sent me notifications that my friends had beat my times on various levels. It wasn't my friends sending me a message to Gloat, but the system itself letting me know I had been bested. So, being the competitive person I am, I hopped back in and tried to one up them. One thing led to another, and my friends and I all ended up putting around 15 hours into Astro's Playroom this weekend. We played from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. Saturday night alone, just doing these levels over and over and over. It got to the point where we were all in the top 100 in 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 total time worldwide, with two of us in the top 30, and with at least two of us in the top 100 on each level because we kept pushing each other. The craziest thing about this is that none of us have ever had any interest in speedrunning before, but the system giving these notifications really helped us dive in. This was the most fun I've had in a long time in an online gaming experience, and it came from a pack-in, single-player, two-hour-long tech demo. A great tech demo, don't get me wrong. If you had told me I'd spend more time in the first four days with my PlayStation Five in Astro's Playroom than I would have in Miles Morales or Demon Souls, I wouldn't have believed you for a second. But here we are, uh, Team. And how do you? How do you? Do you know how to say their name? Team Azobi. Oh, I, yeah, I've always just said Azobi. Azobi uh, has done a wonderful job with Playroom. I loved Astro Bot Rescue Mission and couldn't be happier to see these people. See people enjoying Playroom. I really hope Sony greenlights a full sequel. That has been one of the fun things i wouldn't say shocking but unexpected right of when i do turn it on now and i see the notifications go and usually it's like there's been an update for bug snacks we uploaded your miles morales save but then there's also the oh somebody beat you you know trevor starkey beat you on this time or whatever and i'm like oh yeah. nice it doesn't motivate me to go play but i'm glad it did for oh, aj
1: it's motivated me like yeah. I've, I've been that person where if, if i if i'm free or if i just have my ps5 on and i see the notification pop up of um x person just beat your time in this if you press the playstation button and follow it it takes five seconds for you to get to that event and immediately challenge their time and like i'm i'm the kind of player that uh that that does appeal to me and i know it it feels like such a weird ps5 e3 ui video showcase of like look how you can interact with your friends list and like play against your friends and beat their high score but i am that kind of person that every, every time i see that i'm like all right, bet like I I like leaderboards. I like competing with friends in that way. And yeah, every time for Astrobot and then also for Sackboy Big Adventure, because they have speed run levels in that game also. Uh whenever I see it, I try to pop in and and, and try to beat the score. And if I can, I delete you off my friends list.
0: <laughs> Just to maintain purity on Just the list. Just maintain pain. I understand. I respect that. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting to see. It's awesome right now to turn on the PlayStation Five and have like for me thirty six friends or whatever online and go in to see them all with the new PlayStation Five logos next to their name and Demon Souls or Pug Snacks or Miles or whatever and see what everybody's getting into. It's it's fascinating to see how quickly it's just become. Now I don't want to say like the machine in people's lives. I don't know if they're playing Xbox more or whatever, but the fact that it's such an easy transition, you know, usually they're for a transition, a a console passing of the baton, there are so many hurdles. Whereas this one, it has been. What's this generation all about, Kevin? Convenience. Exactly, and it seems like it's been so convenient for everyone to jump in. Last night, for you know Barrett, who hasn't played Fortnite at all on his PlayStation Five, to download it while we were waiting for him, hop in and be able to ready to go and be able to go do that whole thing.
1: To the the uh, person who asked the question, right? Like mentioned toward the end that like I hope they hope to see them bring back bring back Astro Bot. One of the PlayStation updates that I'll just bring up now. Bring it in if- here, Toss it in. Kevin. We're doing a PlayStation update now. Get your time code ready.
2: I'm not keeping any time codes. Oh, I'm Kevin. Oh, dang. Oh, oh Kevin. Kev, Kev. Kevin. Uh, Kevin.
1: There's a PlayStation blog post about the Dual Sense and how the controller works in Astro's Playroom. And towards the end of it, there's a quote where they say. Uh, Astro will be back with new with news soon. Until then, have a great time with your PS5, and above all, stay warm and safe. And so, to me, that's an indicator. We're gonna see some more Astro, and we have to wait. we won't have to wait long. Hopefully, how long do you think it's gonna be? I don't know. Probably like a couple years. I'll, I'll <laughs> give it. I'll give it. I'll give it two years. I think it's two years. Two years before we see another Astro game.
0: Yeah, you hope. Yeah, yeah, that's reasonable, and that's the real thing. You would hope it would be quicker than that. You would hope that, like, never they did this thing, they spun it up, they realized how special this was. And even before then, I'm sure after rescue mission, PlayStation must have been like, we'll get to work on another one. And then, if they cut content or ideas from it and put it into this tech demo, then to get it out.
1: Yeah, I just feel like this tech demo, if you imagine Astrobot rescue mission finished and playstation was impressed with it and they were like hey we want you to be the thing that goes to ps5 right this tech demo feels like it took must have taken so much work and so much effort even even for how short it is like there's so much jam-packed in there in terms of references in terms of dual sense integration and all this stuff that i wouldn't be surprised if they were just working on astro's playroom and now that they're done and and it's out now they're revving up on astro uh astro out rescue mission 2 or wherever the next astro game is um and I wouldn't be surprised if that took well if that if that came out in like 2022, 2023. Yeah. Because like 2021 is already spoken for as far as as far as PlayStation. So I feel like 2022 kind of works. You're just ready to call phone it in, huh? 2021's a lock. We don't need to worry about it at all. What other what I mean, do we need any other PlayStation games? Went right in
0: to patreon.com slash kind of funny games it says after an incredibly strong launch with miles morales demon soul Sackboy, boy astrobot etc sony is clearly hoping to keep that momentum up with an incredible stacked 2021 lineup when do we learn more about sony's 2021 slate in the first half 2021 we'll get gran turismo 7 gran turismo 7 ratchet and clank returnal destruction all-stars and death loop in the second half, we get Horizon Forbidden West, the God of War sequel, and Ghostwire Tokyo. At some point, uh, there will, there will poss- we will possibly get The Last of Us Factions, and Sony has said Astro Bot will be back with new content soon. However, we still know so little about most of these games. How slash when do you think Sony will show them off? could we get a state of play in time for black friday the week of the game awards like last last year or will we wait until january and or later and what do you think sony will bring to the game awards uh with as much as sony has in 2021 i'm incredibly interested to see how the market how they market it all and would love to know y'all's thoughts
1: so when do we hear more about the 2021 slate i i mean 2021 I, I i think right now <laughs> all focus is on the ps5 launch and i think they've done a good job uh uh currently like you know keeping all focus on the launch titles and, and waiting waiting before they go they go into 2021 because 2020 is 2021 to the question right is so busy there's so much going on mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and like I, I the way sony's been doing it lately it feels like they've been waiting for games to come uh and marking marking them as they approach and so i wouldn't be surprised if they continue that like obviously you want to you want you want to uh set vision for the future and you want to get people excited about god of war and horizon which are both probably going to be later uh later half of 2021 i know horizon was confirmed later half of 2021 you assume god of war is planned for later half um but i i i think that comes with hmm Beginning of the year putting out a state of play and being like, hey, this is our twenty twenty-one slate. Oh, bah, I feel I feel like that's treating bah. big. I don't feel like PlayStation works that so way. So let's
0: rewind. I mean, I, here's the thing. I agree with you. When do you start talking about it for real 2021? But the game awards are in December. I think you know, like the Witz thing here. Do you think we get a state of play before in time for Black Friday? No. No. Black Friday is all about PlayStation Five. It's all about this launch lineup. It's all about continuing, hopefully to try to you know, meet the demand here, but more than anything, be the hottest video game console, the hottest video game product for uh, uh, the holiday season, which of course will actually end up being Switch numbers t- of total things sold. But in terms of demand and people being frothing at the mouth trying to get a PlayStation 5 like Turbo Man, you want that, right? So that's fine. Get you through Black Friday, share with all your advertisements. I think then the next thing we get in terms of a sniff at Sony's 2021 is going to be game awards. And I think that's Ratchet and Clank. And I think that's you get a release date. Oh, yeah. No, I can I think, definitely see that. I think that's what you come out I don't think it's the only thing from PlayStation. I think this needs to be a stacked thing. I think you could. I think Deathloop maybe makes an appearance. <laughs> yeah, but do we count Deathloop as a thing? I mean, don't get me wrong. I know it's, you know, exclusive or whatever, but that's a Bethesda yeah. thing. I'm not, I'm, yeah. i I'm and the, not really I mean, that's counting. why.
1: Because I, I don't, I mean, I don't know how many games PlayStation wants to market. At a Game Awards, because PlayStation seems very like a, a bit hands off when it comes to these different events, like the Jeff Keighley stuff. Um, like I feel like we usually see one or two things at most, and not like a hey, we're put- we're putting everything in here. Uh, but I do think def- definitely being a Bethesda title and it being in the first half of next year. I think definitely is probably going to make an appearance on definitely is probably, but is is probably going to make it, uh, an appearance. Probably. <laughs> definitely, probably, uh, probably going to make an appearance at Game Awards. And Ratchet and Clank I think is also for sure, because Ratchet yeah. and Clank was also at the Opening Night Live. Yeah, that's right. They did
0: a th- they did, yeah, they did a lot of that there. Do you think you see anything from Horizon there? No. Yeah, I think so too. I think play because I, I do think PlayStation plays it close to their vest. Where again, this is a hey, let's get you hyped for PlayStation 5 because still Christmas and the holidays are still in front of you and let's worry about 2021 later. But I think the tidbit they drop on you to make you, again, froth the mouth for what happens in the first half of the year is, hey, here's Ratchet's release date and we go from there. Then I think we get into 2021 and we get closer to Ratchet and that's when you do a state of play that does talk about Ratchet, a whole bunch of smaller stuff, and then a bigger tease for a real horizon trailer or something like that. And then, you know, the next day to play is more of a blowout for horizon. Similar to what we saw a little bit with how they did
1: last of us. Now, what if we got weird? Let's get weird. What if God of war at game awards? I'd, it, fucking
0: incredible. Let's go. I, I, That's not I, a bad I, idea. That's not a bad idea. To like see it,
1: the, Here's ratchet and here's
0: a release date. And it's very immediate. Here's God of war. An actual, scene from the game similar yes. to how you know they revealed it the first time right at psx or whatever where uh kratos and uh, atreus were there was and that psx mean, or e3 i can never remember that was e3 remember okay, um, the
1: first god of war reveal
0: yeah where it was atreus playing with the toys yeah. and then he's like Boy. yeah because
1: that was that was like the e3 where playstation had the violins and all that stuff yeah yeah that.
0: yeah. You're right you're right yeah.
1: um but I, I like the idea of <clears throat> like not even gameplay you just get like a Thirty second God of War scene, and like I like the idea of them planting the seeds very slowly for God of War and making it this huge anticipated thing. Because God of War for them now is on another. I God of War has always been big for PlayStation, but now it's like on another echelon of like. Totally. Okay, cool. What is this new God of War? What like for 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 what God of War twenty eighteen was? What like what what is the story here? Like what are we what are we what are we uh, looking forward to? Like you can build it as this bigger anticipated thing. Um, and I th- like I, I feel like treating their games differently, in terms of the marketing rollouts and how like the 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 how how to breadcrumb their different games I think could work very well because I don't think Horizon Zero or Horizon Forbidden West needs to be breadcrumbed that much I think we know what that game is gonna be and I think the anticipation for that game is gonna be what it is, um, which is gonna be great. But God of War I think they could put on this other level of hey this is top tier video game shit like this is Red Dead Redemption 2 this is uh, uh, I don't know Fallout like this is what this is this is like the upper echelon of gaming and we can treat it that way I'm scrolling
3: because here's my thing I mean and this is obviously not I
0: think shocking by any stretch of the imagination but perhaps it is and it'll just be a bold claim to put out there and stuff you know you said Horizon Zero Dawn we know what that's about I don't think we do I think as as beautiful as that trailer is, Aloy and some of the stuff you've seen, it looks way too much like Horizon Zero Dawn. So I think that Forbidden West is going to have a real dramatic shift tonally and like probably in what goes on in it. And I think eventually, when they want to, they're going to show that trailer, and it's going to be really like kind of rock the idea of what that game's going to be. Because I'm not saying it's going to be darker. I just think it's going to have a weight. I think like mm. Aloy looks like she's pulled right from the first game, which makes sense when you're trying to hide what's really going on in this game right not that i'm saying she's gonna get like suddenly a crazy haircut or whatever but i just think there's more to it than what we look at because like right now i'm scrolling through the announcement trailer from june, june they for, come back from the moon i think they might finally come back from the moon in this one kevin i'm not you the know spoilers, i don't get too far spoilers myself. For the myself spoilers for the first one that the whole yeah. thing is happening on the moon i think i think we all i think we all know that at this yeah. point but i'm gonna be fascinated to see what forbidden west actually ends up looking like and being like and where we're set I IMO. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. Kevin, you got something else to say?
1: Nope. I was shutting my mic down. I'm oh, sorry. Sometimes like you
0: turn it on the mic, you know what I mean?
1: Crazy how they go from the moon to San
0: Francisco. It's such a, like, shift, you know? You know, I. It, you, you, you say that, but, I mean, like, think about that. That uh, What it was, uh, Kevin, like, what, 200 years ago? If I would have come back yep. I and mean, been like, hey, there's this guy, Buzz Aldrin. He went from Texas to the moon. People are like, that's impossible. What's Texas? Here. Yep. You know, that's just. But wait, the how many years state?
2: ago? No, thank you.
0: No, no not I'm not saying, saying we went. What am I saying? We went to the moon two hundred years ago. I'm saying if I went back in time and told oh, somebody okay. from two hundred years ago,
1: Fair. that's what happened. I was saying, like, we went, I know, we I went to the Texas. moon in 1969. Yeah, of course, not 1968, but the year after. <laughs> that's a reference. Even Stevens, the musical episode. Oh, okay. I never
2: watched, I never watched the. Musical I liked Even
0: Stevens. I didn't. I didn't. Watch, I think by the time the musical episode showed up, I was already gone. Mm. You know what I mean? I think I was more like an Even Stevens season one person because i don't know when did even steven start 2000 no that's not true one
1: 2002 it was definitely early 2000s
0: that is not that that is
1: impossible maybe start
0: i know that that's why it's surprising i saw anything of even stevens in the air right look at that season's premiere for season one june 17th 2000 2000 yeah Ah, that lines up Yeah. yeah yeah So yeah, you figure like that's my what my junior year, I'm going into my senior year of high school, yeah, no, that's not how math. yeah, that's how that's how math works, time works, yeah, 2000, 2001, graduated in one,
3: right yeah, huh,
0: so yeah, it's something you're you're watching with your friends like you know before you go backyard wrestler or whatever. I don't know
1: I don't I forget why I gave even Stevens a chance. I mean, obviously it's good program, oh, even Stevens is great, yeah. Yeah. It's like I think one of the most underrated Disney Channel shows. It is Plus, very good. It ages when it well. Came
2: out. He doesn't know.
1: I, first of all, in two thousand, I was six, oh, and I was watching baby. Ethan Stevens. At six, how
3: old are you now?
0: Twenty-six. Really? You seem so much younger. And like, because like when you're I'm, when we when we say how age, young yeah, you it's are, you it's, it's like to. wow, he's achieved so much. He's done so much. And then when you say you're 26, it's like, oh, he's He's kind of oh, He's he's
3: exactly where
5: he's supposed to be. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: Alana Pierce has done so much more. more. I hate you guys so much.
1: I got to find somebody to compare myself to who's like a similar level of success. Me and Barrett are like the same age. Barrett's like a year younger.
2: Yeah. You know, you're going to compare yourself to Barrett. It's got to impress us a little.
1: Well, basically, I'm saying I'm not like a baby out here, you know, like I got age to be.
2: Barrett's nickname is the Boss Baby. That's fair.
1: Once <laughs> I grow out my facial hair, I'll you're show getting, you. All. You're getting there. You're there. How's that going? Yeah, I mean it's happening? going smooth. You can see By it. On the end of the month, oh my God, you'll be able to see it from the camera.
0: <laughs> wow, that's exciting. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. Uh, think, Joey Noel think, in chat points out that uh, even Stevens is on Disney Plus, so I can catch up yeah. anytime I want to.
1: That's how I know it's aged so well, is because when it first came out on Disney Plus, mm. I guess this would have been the launch of Disney Plus. I started watching it, and I was like, wow, this is aged very well. It is still funny, and Shia LaBeouf. I'm sorry, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, give such a great performance. His he performance does. is awesome. Also in holes, is great. his great his performance is great.
2: Oh, that is true. I can I can agree with that.
0: He's a great actor. Mike Ripongle writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games with his review of the PlayStation 5 and says, so far, not so great. Mine freezes up whenever I get to the main hub area of Demon Souls, as well as the first cutscene of Spider-Man Miles Morales. I've tried factory resets, wiping saves, and everything else. I can think of, and it repeats itself. I unfortunately am not the only one, and Sony has yet to acknowledge this issue, and if it is fixable with a system patch stinks to take off take a day off of work to game just to see this happening to so many people parentheses i even made a poll on reddit and out of 337 people 76 of them are having problems like me or worse hopefully a patch comes soon and i can enjoy the rest of uh you or i can join the rest of you on enjoying the new system uh, it does play playstation 4 games astrobot and bug snacks without a problem so at least i have that nice to pay 500 dollars for a super powered ps4 dot
1: dot dot blessing fuck snacks what's up how many crashes have you had on your PlayStation 5 two yeah yeah i've had i've had problems with and this again comes with next gen and being early adopters and you know being there at launch i launch consoles are going to are going to have issues and so it's been non surprising like the 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 couple of times my ps5 has crashed it's been non surprising um i i wish i could figure out what it is like i have a theory that it could be my external hard drive fucking things up because sure. I, I've had so I've had a crash while playing uh, the Pathless, and then another game, and I can't figure, I can't remember what game it was. It might be uh, like Demon Souls or something. I can't remember. Okay. But I crash, and then I boot my system back up, and the system's like, "Oh, your external hard drive got unplugged incorrectly," and so I had to do the repair. And then the repair happens, and then I go to a blank screen, and then like nothing happens, and so I had to turn it back off, and then turn it back on, and then I'm then my PS5 works again. Uh, and I, that could just be a weird glitch when repairing the external hard drive or my external hard drive could be making things weird. I have no idea. Um, but then my Xbox Series X also had like a hard crash and now it won't boot up. Um, and so yeah, like it sucks. I definitely feel where the question is coming from and again, that's kind of like it's, it's the give and take of having a thing at launch yeah. and wanting to experience these things right away. But that does mean that you're probably going to run into, like, into some issues
0: uh evan p angry barista writes in on that same front patreon.com slash kind of funny games of course and says oh boy what a weekend i picked up both consoles and took some days off work to completely be an unproductive slob i decided to plow through spider-man in two sittings what a stunning video game i can't believe how endearing and charming miles is i'm sorry how i can't endearing and charming miles his family and harlem are a true testament to the cohesive vision for that character and insomniac's writing and holy crap those instant fast travel load times I have had some tech issues with the PlayStation 5. Input flickering, not being able to decide if it's in HDR or SDR. Seems to be an issue with some Vizio sets. Disappointed in how awful the sound quality is on my Arctic's Pro wireless headset plugged in via USB. Hoping for a firmware update, but now I have to settle for optical from the TV. Sounds better than USB, but no 3D audio. All in due time, as this is the early nature of true, or this is the nature of early adopters. And yeah, that's always the thing about it, where you know there's going to be these issues at launch. You know, Whether it is uh, what Evan's seeing here with these breakdowns, or Mike seeing with these freeze-ups of what exactly is going on, and how do you fix that? And the obviously, blessing with a complete hard lock on Xbox, uh, crashes on PlayStation 5. I think I've only had one full-on crash on PS5, and I think it was Assassin's Creed. At some point. But I mean, like, obviously there's a ton of this stuff going on, and you do hope that yeah, PlayStation's quick about fixing it and figuring out what is happening. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it it is what it is. It happens. Uh, Malcontent Ronan writes in on the same front. Uh, can you imagine a game crashes yet is barely an inconvenience? Such is the case with PlayStation 5, where booting a game and loading it takes maybe 15 seconds total. Next gen is never about games, next gen is speed and convenience. What that's what PlayStation 5 provides as a big bonus the dual sense is immediately the greatest controller of all time feeling the greediness as you walk on sand the sensation of gliding as you walk on ice the wind blowing past you it is truly extraordinary so on the one hand the load times blessing of course incredible compared to where what we've known before you agree i agree it's awesome where do you come down on the dual sense immediately
1: being the greatest controller of all time I agree. <laughs> it's oh my awesome. god, really? Yeah, I, I mean, if you asked me before this I probably would have said, like, I mean, my preference has always been uh, PlayStation controllers, just because I like the um, the sticks placement, and I also, I've just been so used to PlayStation controllers but if you were asking me what's the best controller like, the Xbox One controller feels so great in the in the hand that I like like, it's hard for me to argue against the, how how good the Xbox One controller is. I yeah. am sh- shocked, I am utterly shocked that the dual sense has made me such a fan. like it is it is incredible as a controller. like it feels it feels the exact way I want it to. like I think it holds incredible. The analog sticks are awesome, and then also uh um or I say the analog sticks are awesome. the analog sticks are placed the way I want them to. but then like the actual new features are awesome. like the haptic feedback is the thing that I want every controller to have in the future uh the adaptive triggers are another thing that i'm like i I, we should never come back or go back from this this is awesome
0: (laughs) i was shocked last night i know uh, to to jump in on this thing about the controller uh playing Fortnite. i know there's two things to talk about with the controller from Fortnite, but one from my own experience was the uh adaptive triggers of having that tension on the actual trigger when i was going to shoot my uh ar that it was actually there and i had to pull through it in a way you don't have to normally do obviously but uh, Mm -hmm. we've talked about before of like our third party is really going to support the dual sense. Will it make sense? And obviously, Fortnite had come out ahead of time and said they would. But even for me, somebody who I talk about it a lot, is just being immersive. And people are like, was, "Is Assassin's Creed really easy?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It feels good. It feels natural." Like, but like Fortnite, I noticed it yesterday. Let alone your headset died in the middle of a game yesterday.
1: Yeah. No, my headset died, and it was one of those things where I like I started to scramble and be like oh Snap, what do I do? And then I started to hear your voices through the controller, you and Kevin. And I was like, Oh, cool. And I continued to talk and play with you guys. And it was, it was that split moment of I think Kevin going, Why does Blessing sound far away? And I think, I think Greg, you were like, I think he's talking through his controller. And I'm yeah. like, Yeah, my head, my headset died. Uh, which got the response from, uh, uh I think it was you that, that was then like, Oh, you sound like that's pretty cool, It sounds great. And Kevin was like, Greg, you really love PlayStation, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like it's such a it, it was such like a cool convenient thing in a way where I've hated on the on the uh, mic the built-in microphone in the controller, um, mainly because I'm like I don't want to listen to anybody through a, through a built-in microphone. And it sure. probably sounds crappy. It's probably like it, it's gonna it's gonna allow for way more people to be annoying in voice chats, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But in that split second moment, like it worked to my benefit. Like it was awesome. I played the rest of the match like that, and when I heard you guys com- coming out through the speaker, you know there was no echo on your end. Like you didn't yeah. you guys didn't really. Uh, realized anything was different until I spoke, and realized that the mic quality was different, and that's cool. Like that's awesome, and I was able to work that easily.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't. It's a weird thing to be like Jesus. My entire life's defined by gaming, and what I, you know, it, it is how I define myself. It's what I do for a career. It's what I love to do in my off time, and to sit and to talk about like is, the Dual Sense is immediately the greatest controller of all time. And then start to think of controllers. And for me, it always comes down to not what is the controller I love. It's the controllers I didn't like because I feel like that's how it works and how it should be, right? Where it's if the controller sucks and stands out and it gets in the way of it, that's when I have a problem. Versus when a controller is doing what it's supposed to do, and I'm just happy with it and fine with it. And for both Xbox, you know, and Dual uh, Dual Shocks before this it was the same thing of like so many people love the offset sticks on Xbox and I enjoy that controller, but I also obviously enjoyed the dual uh, shocks and never had a problem with it. It was more of like when six axis came out and you fucking had that controller that felt like it was going to float away or that if you dropped it, it it was just empty, like a Fisher price toy. I hated that. I hated the Wii U tablet. It's those that get in the way of it. So like to sit here and talk about, you know, the greatest controller of all time like there's a case for it i assume with the dual sense like because it is something that has been dropped in and i love the heft of it i love the feel of it i you know i think i like it better than i liked the dual shocks but at no point was i like i hate my dual shocks if that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. i do feel like this is the evolution of it of it is great and obviously the uh rumble and you know uh, the haptic feedback is great and the triggers are awesome and the mic thing you know made me a believer last night when it worked for you
1: yeah and I, I think for me the dual uh, um in this conversation of like the best controller right like i think for me the thing that that uh really lifts the dual sense up is the 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 improvements from the Dual Shock 4 all feel necessary and like mm, mm. it doesn't feel nothing no feature on the dual sense for me feels wasted in the way that the Dual Shock 4 had features that felt wasted like even even the like the one thing I would point to is probably the touchpad on the dual sense when I think of do we really need this? But even that playing it in Astros play playroom, like it felt very, very accurate. Like it felt more accurate than the than the touchpad before it in terms sure. of like controls and stuff. Maybe that's just Astro uh being such a good game. But you know, like that's also going to be a necessary thing for playing backwards compatible games that utilize the, the touchpad in any way. And so there's that. But the dual shock four always had that thing of all right, like there's the light bar on the back, and it's is that really needed? All right. Like, and for me, the way it the dual shock four held, I always thought was a little bit awkward, but like not awkward enough for me for me to be like, how dare they create this abomination? It was always a thing <laughs> of like, oh no, I'm fine with it, but like i I I don't know. I i, I would like this to be a bit more comfortable. And the dual Sense, I feel like hits everything while at the same time maintaining the things that I think make it make made the dual shock four unique. Like you still have the lights. You don't, have a, you don't have a light bar on the back. You have, like, the, the accented lights on the side of the, the, the um, touchpad, which I think is a great solution. You still have the touchpad there, but, you, like, you barely have to pay attention to it. Like, you don't really have to, like, mind it at all because it just fades in with the rest of the controller and makes it look, look, uh, look nice. Uh, and overall, like, it just feels great. Like, the weight of it, too, like you said, is awesome. Like, everything about yeah. this I think, is useful, and it doesn't feel like anything's wasted at all. Yeah.
0: I'm a big fan uh kevin bogues writes in uh with his review and says next gen is all about convenience and while i don't feel like i've had a next gen game yet although miles morales looks fantastic i do think the ps5 has delivered the dual is an upgrade well beyond what i expected and the system ui and ssd have proven to be the defining gaming or the defining experience i'm waiting for our next gen game experience but for now the experience with the console itself has been worth the price of admission Blessing, do you agree that we haven't had a next gen game yet?
1: I disagree, in the sense that I don't know. I, w- I want to know what you mean by next gen game because I feel like the experiences I've gotten have justified next gen for me mm-hmm. in a way that I was not. I was not sold on next gen. Like if you asked me a few months ago, like it, I was looking forward to Miles Morales, I was looking forward to the Pathless, I was looking forward to all these games, but nothing really struck me as. Oh, this is next gen. Like, this is going to be the thing that sells me. And now that I've had my experience with the games, I'm like, no, like, this is all cool. Like, every, like I think games look better and cleaner on, on next gen. Like, I think ray tracing is cool. And I think performance mode has been the thing that, that has made me such a believer. Like, everything's now, See, that's cool my thing. Hold, so yeah. thing. Hold on a second.
0: Hold on a Hold on You talk about ray tracing and all that, jazz. Are you playing performance or are you
1: playing fidelity? I'm playing performance. And so most of the time, I'm not getting the ray tracing. But in cases like, like Astrobot has ray tracing, right? I'm not crazy like i would imagine
0: so i don't have the eye for that as i've noticed yeah. time and time I don't again have,
1: have the eye for it either but there are like times where i'm like these reflections look too good <laughs> like these like the way that light ref- like when you look at a mo- at um any of the the models for like the accessories you collect in astrobot and hold them up and like rotate them the way the light reflects on them has me assume that it's ray tracing maybe they're just they say yeah i mean i just did a google of it together and it looks like yeah uh
0: okay yeah. people are saying it's in there yeah
1: yeah, because I've always I've just assumed that it's ray tracing because it looks so good. Um, and even yeah, in this, it's there. It's in there. the instances where I turn off performance mode, because games like Miles Morales, I go back and forth. Um, when I turn off performance and go back to fidelity and look how look at how good the game looks, like it is still such a cool, impressive thing. Now I always go back to performance because I I think I think the smoothness in the sixty FPS is more appealing to me, uh, to me and how I play games, but. I think all of the above has landed to such a cool next-gen experience for me across all these games.
0: That's my thing, is I feel honestly, I disagree as well. I, I, and like, I haven't had a true next-gen game yet, right? Are there, I don't feel like I've had a next-gen game yet. I disagree that I do think I have had next-gen games, and I compare that, and it is playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla and having put 20 hours into it on PlayStation four via backwards compatibility on PlayStation five, but PlayStation four, and then getting the PlayStation five version and seeing it run at 60 and seeing it fucking be beautiful and seeing how quickly it loads and all these things where it's like, Holy shit, even, and then to go into miles, right. And have those instantaneous loads popping around and to do the same thing of go between performance and fidelity. And I think, you know, beforehand in previous games running on PlayStation four pro, I would, you know, oh, whatever, go between when there were modes like that, you know, stability or performance or whatever the fuck they called them, then not really see too much of a difference. But for Miles in particular, to have played the entire thing, pretty, or at least one playthrough, entirely in performance, and then it was like, oh, right, let's show Fidelity. And to go to Fidelity and be like, oh, my God, it's the first time ever where I see what all these pc dorks were always giving me trouble for of when i'd be like oh man i love my consoles They're like oh my frames for a second and i was like oh fuck off who cares or whatever so, and don't and no, none of them will listen this deep into a, a playstation show so don't anybody out me to the playstation don't tell Andy. don't tell any don't, don't tell any of them over there you know what i mean but like to have that switch in, in miles and look at it and be like oh my god to be playing assassins and, and be like oh my god like it's weird i don't i must be the resolution it must be in general how pretty everything looks that it stands out more and works yeah. that way better because i think even doing when i did the last of us and correct me if i'm wrong when i did last of us remastered that has um, fit, yes right and i did it there it felt weird and i didn't like it and it was just a, a weird feeling for what that game was whereas the games now that i'm playing on playstation 5 in 60 i think are yeah. fucking fantastic that's no, the only I, way I, I would play them
1: I definitely, I definitely agree, and I, and I don't know exactly. I'm not the super tech savvy person, so I don't know what it is. But I'm right there with you. Of, I remember playing the Last of Us remastered and turning off 60f, turning on 60fps, and I personally was like, okay, yeah, this is cool, I like this. Um, but it wasn't the, it didn't feel as dynamic, as a shift as if it's it feels not how now. it's
0: meant to be played.
1: <laughs> oh man, every game is meant to be played 60fps. I'm a believer now.
0: Um, <laughs> now I am. Oh yeah, yeah. But again, like I'm talking about specifically for Last of Us, where it's like- yeah it was such a weird shift right yeah
1: but yeah now no but now i'm playing on my ps5 and for every game so far switching to performance mode i'm like wow this is like a night and day difference so much so that i go back to fidelity and i'm like oh this is gross i don't want to see this anymore take me back to 60 fps where where it belongs and like this is me playing on the same 1080p monitor like i'm not playing on a, I've, for the most part i've not been playing on a 4k tv Like, i've yeah. been switching back and forth but i've mainly been playing on this desk in front of a 1080p monitor and it does feel like i'm i'm having like a a pc experience uh which you know i to what you said like i get it like i I get why people are like yeah no this is the way to play because it's beautiful it's awesome final review from you of course
0: on patreon.com slash kind of funny games comes from wesley leblanc who writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says i am loving the playstation 5 i put 40 hours into assassin's creed valhalla on ps4 while writing the guide for ign name drop Uh, I'm still writing that guide, but via the PS5 version of the game, and it's frustrating to see how much time I would have saved working on this uh, guide had my first 40 hours been on the PlayStation 5. The load times alone, or lack thereof, uh, are saving me so much time. The controller has just the right amount of girth, uh, and uh, and compared to the DualShock 4, it feels so premium. Its launch lineup is excellent, as is what appears to be the next year of Sony's games as well. My only real critique thus far is the UI don't get me wrong i love it but it takes one too many button presses to get where i need to go specifically the power off slash rest mode options i'm hoping they touch it up in the coming months i agree with that one i think yes. i feel like in terms like don't get me wrong we in our whole review on ps i love you we go through a number of things we don't like about the playstation 5 it's not all sunshine and lollipops but especially for what wesley's talking about i need on that hot bar down there i want to be able to go straight to my trophies and then i want to be able to turn it off quicker not that it's yeah. like a, a super slow thing, but it is PlayStation button. Bring up the hot thing. Scroll over to power options around the bay for me, then hit it there and turn it off that way.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. I think the UI could use either more. Uh, it, some things could be more clear. Like I, I'm, I don't love game base, uh, which is like where you go for your friends. There's too list. much in there,
0: right? Because it starts
1: yeah. with like, hey, here's all your parties and
0: all this other crap and messages. And then here are your friends down here. I wish it was just friends
1: yeah exactly like i i, I and i and I like i think those can be some easy fixes like 100%. i think the, like the fix really is hey break friends list out into its own thing and put it as an icon on that uh bottom menu and like boom that'd be way better um and even like to uh to your gregs right like put a trophy thing in there also uh because for me as i've been as i've been making my way through astro's playroom this last weekend and i planned it uh that was a thing that i noticed where for every trophy i had like at a certain point like probably 10 to 15 trophies left yesterday and every time i would press press the playstation button scroll all the way to my profile go to trophies and then it is i i understand fully now like your complaint with the sideways (laughs) scrolling menu right yeah yeah, it, yeah. it, it is not i need more information like like immediately when I go into that trophies menu because I'm like scrolling and then opening up different trophies to figure out what the things are. And then to open up a hidden trophy, I have to press it and then click the option. again. Button.
0: Yeah. You can't just hit square anymore, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. There's all these little things. So much. Now um, it's one of those like don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is this is the perfect fix for it. But for everybody who's out there in the same way, remember, of course, now the PlayStation app is actually better with trophies, I feel, in terms of showing you at a glance what's going on. And then, of course, PSN Profiles has everything unlocked and unhidden there. And now it is actually what I've been told. I haven't seen on any of mine, but I don't think it's because I'm tracking any of those right now. It's tracking the uh, number of things in the same way. So if your PlayStation is obviously tracking a trophy and it says, you know, you have 15 of 30, whatever the hell you're after, those have been popping over here and keeping track as well. So, like, there are resources for it. Granted, I am of the belief they should all be there at a glance on the button, you know, be able to tap right to trophies. But there are they are out there. Hey,
2: uh, you guys are talking about weird things with the PlayStation 5 and weird We sure issues. are. I, I have an interesting one that really, really pisses me off. What'd you get stuck in your disk drive, Kevin? Uh, I, no, nothing. Nothing stuck in the disk drive. We got everything out that was supposed to be out. Thank you. Uh, no, but whenever I play uh, Valhalla... Uh-huh. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You nailed it. Yeah. You it, got it. It, uh, I start, right? And I, I finally got the Berserker stuff from the Ultimate Edition. Sure. But whenever I, st- I like, restart the game, like turn it off from being on, mm-hmm. turn it on from being off, my character would just flash for a second and be naked. All the, clo- <laughs> all the Berserker stuff goes away from the, the, the game. And then I'd yeah. have to go close the game and re download. The the your season, permissions, the berserker yeah whatever yeah, the, pack the is. content yeah yeah, yeah. What the fucks this You about? do it every time it's happened three times now
0: that's fucked up what had yeah. happened for me is that of course yeah PlayStation 4 we had all that stuff it was great yep. uh, PlayStation 5 installed it jumped in. And sure as shit, same thing, Kevin, where it was yep. the loading screen of my dude and all the Berserker stuff, and then it started me on the wolf mount I was riding yep. and in all my gear. Then it I, it flashed, I was naked, I fell to the ground. Yep. And I got up and all the stuff was down. But then it was just the one time that I closed the game, then I went out, then I, oh, you know what I think I did, though? Is I redeemed a PlayStation 5 code on top of that to make sure I had the PlayStation 5 content. Because I think what the hurdle is, is that it's drawing there's like this thing between your PlayStation 4 uh, Redemption and then your PlayStation 5 because you're getting the upgrade from PlayStation so, 4. Yeah.
2: but it's, yeah, the first time I just deleted the, you know, when you go into manage, like, I don't know, manage assets or something. Yeah, 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 Content, it, game content. Game content. I just deleted that and went back to the store, re-downloaded it. Uh-huh. And then the, I think the third time I went in there and like went into the ultimate pack and made sure I downloaded that. So I don't know. It, it's okay i don't like it i'm gonna try Keep it me posted right if it happens again oh, yeah let me i got do it. it right now
1: speaking of weird things
2: i got a airing weird thing.
3: of
1: grievances playstation 5 edition i love it let's go <laughs> for, so for me call of duty black ops cold war when i boot up i have the ps5 uh, version downloaded when i boot it up you know how like when you play a game the in on your home screen that game that then gets uh put in the front uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like your your queue or whatever of like your game selection uh app selection whatever it is for some reason instead of black the ps5 version of black ops cold war being the one that is put to the front it puts the ps4 version there even though like i i don't have it downloaded like it is like mm. my home screen now every time i play black ops it is uh when i go back to the front of my home screen home screen it's Black Ops Cold War PS4 with like the download logo. Like, ask sure. me if I want to download it. Then you and options
0: have, button on it, right, to get to the PlayStation Five version.
1: No, I no, I what I do is I scroll all the way to the right to my library, and if I go to installed uh, in my console storage, Black Ops Cold War PS5 is there. So I have to boot. It, I have to go into my library every time to boot up. Sure, Black Ops Cold War, even when it's already booted up. Like I've had the thing now, and I at, there was one point where I had both games downloaded because I was trying to figure out how to play Warzone. Couldn't figure it out. Um, but I had I had both games downloaded, uh, the PS4 version and the PS5 version, yeah. and I made this I made this mistake maybe two or three times where I for whatever reason you know would be playing Black Ops on the PS5 would back out check something you know whether it's my profile or trophies or whatever it is then go back and like I'd accidentally open up the PS4 version and the in the console doesn't ask you anymore like. Hey, if you open up this other thing, you'll sure? close this thing. Yeah, it doesn't ask you that anymore, and so like every single time I keep closing, which I think I think is more evidence to quick resume is coming. Like that has to be a quick resume thing, right? The, the fact that it doesn't we ask hope you, so because that's weird to remove that for no reason. Um, but it's it's a weird glitch that like is that is it true though? I feel like I get questions when you're opening up a new thing. I think
0: so. Maybe I'm just daydreaming. Maybe I'm thinking about it. Hey, here's my question, real quick, because I had had a similar thing. In preview cycle or the yeah the preview review cycle with bug snacks where yeah, so it was somebody, like yeah but like once I did it once from the once I did it once from the cross media or whatever the hell you want to call it, live area bar it seemed like it never happened again so hold on popping in
1: the bug snacks thing was slightly different because like I believe you had for some reason you had to have both downloaded in the preview mm-hmm. like, both but, like here with Valhalla I, right like
0: isn't it game version do you have, you see game version or you don't, it's out of focus, but you go down the bottom game version that shows you PS4 or PS5. Once I select it and I, this is, I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm picking right now. we're I'm live not- troubleshooting from your, from your call of duty main screen. I, I think if you option buttons on it and then you pick the PlayStation five version, it should lock it that way. Oh, I think so. I can't prove that. Cause let me see it. I don't have, I guess borderlands I do. Well, I don't have it downloaded That Right. But that's where I've locked in all these versions is PlayStation Five instead of PlayStation Four. All right, game version. Oh, here we go. It looks like in the in the chat right now, live. Arc Wing is saying he had the same thing, in my solution works. You're absolutely I same, right. I had the same problem. If you hit options on the game, you can select what version of the game you want on the home screen.
1: That is absolutely right. We did it. Everybody. Why not? Why not delete delete the other version? Great question. Yeah, that is a great question. Why would it ever say, Anymore, "Hey, why don't you go to this thing"? I think what I did was because it's Call of Duty and Call of Duty had, when you buy Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, it has like a billion different things to download because it does it all uh, like uh, in piecemeal. And so like you download the campaign, you download the multiplayer and all that stuff. I hit download everything because there are a million options. And so it downloaded the PS4 version and the PS5 version. I think what it did was it downloaded the PS4 version first and then the PS5 version. And so it defaulted to the PS4 version icon being the one that appeared on my home screen. And so it's less so like a bug and more so of a, hey, this is a new thing where like you have multiple versions of a game. You just oh. go to game version and choose it. And it just defaulted to my PS4. I forgot that I also wanted to check that thing you were talking about if it doesn't warn you. Hold on.
0: But yeah, that fixed everything. Well, there you go. We did it, everybody. This, yeah. this is one of those things that I honestly really enjoy about new hardware when it drops and like we don't know. Because like, you know, yeah. like a PlayStation 4 and back in the day, a PlayStation 3, I could walk you through blindfolded. I could tell you all these things. You know what I mean? And like even over the weekend, uh, Gary had a problem with uh, his Xbox in multiple accounts. And I was like, I know how to do this. I, I'm like, this is how it worked on PlayStation 4. I'm not even sure if this would work on PlayStation 5, but this is how you would get around it then. All right, so hold on. Right now, Valhalla is for sure open. If I hit Fortnite. Oh, yeah, you're right. Just fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. And that has to be a quick resume thing. Yeah, like, what, so. God, why would you, would you do it like that?
0: Yeah. Also, Kevin, when you say we just fucking stop doing the show and play Fortnite right now? I'm
1: huh? in, dude. I'm, dude, I'm already
0: I'm
2: for, I'm let's opening do it. Fortnite as we speak. We can start God, streaming, be, then it's work, you know. Well, I mean, if
0: we, yeah, I feel like if we just even recorded your footage while we played, you know what I mean? We could you, pass it off as PS. I love you. The post show could be us playing a match of Fortnite. How about that? I can
1: if I if I open up OBS right now, I can put my PS5 gameplay like on the screen. Right. Oh yeah, now. Like, like, I could show. do that too. I could do that too. Kevin,
0: that's oh, the post show. Get ready for the post show. We're playing Fortnite on the post show. Uh, right now, though, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear a word from our sponsors. This episode of PS I Love You XOXO is brought to you by Kind of Funnies Spider-Man Miles Morales spoiler cast. No, no, I'm not saying like PlayStation didn't sponsor this. We're just saying we sponsor. I'm asking you when you beat Spider-Man Miles Morales, whether it be on the PlayStation 4 or the PS5, you head over kindoffunny.com slash miles and watch our spoiler cast where we get into each and every one of those story details with brian horton from insomniac games that's right the man behind the mask uh come on over hang out watch that whenever you beat spider-man miles morales remember you can go to kindofunnycom slash miles and get an episode of the games cast that is all about one hour and 30 minutes of us talking about everything that goes on in miles morales uh, gloves off completely spoiler filled it's a great time we'd love it if you came and watched or listened along us because of course it's games cast you can get it on podcast services around the globe or youtube.com slash kind of funny games shortest way to get there kind of funny.com slash miles uh then how about you give me some playstation picks blessing eddie oh Jr.
1: playstation picks of course is where we highlight a few of the cool looking games coming to psn this week i don't have any picks because oh, he's not I'll even like, trying oh, anymore oh, oh, like, what i really want to highlight who really to error for PS4, no. Especially after I looked at gameplay of it, I was like, no, no, God, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, no, that thing looked rough. Um, but we do have some big hitters coming to PS4 and PS5 this week. On Tuesday, November seventeenth, we got Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. That's coming out on PS5 and PS4, uh, which is exciting. I w- I want to check out the PS5 version because I want to know if it looks way better because if it does. Oh, I'm gonna play some of that. You love uh, that combat. I love that Mortal Kombat 11. Uh and we also got Katamari Damacy reroll coming out on PS4 bah, on Thursday. Exciting stuff. I do have a few PlayStation updates for you. Uh looks like Deathloop is coming Wait, do we in. care about Katamari? I didn't even know this is happening. I love Katamari, but I like I don't want to play just on PS4. And not to mention there's a million other things to play right now. Katamari cool was coming one of the games in. I always wanted to play. Like, for me, as, as somebody who really likes the PS2 library, it always felt like a glaring, uh, I guess, gap in my in my player sure. history. Some I did play... By yeah, I did play... I played Katamari a little bit on Vita, and I can't remember if it was, like, a PSP game that got ported to Vita. Or not ported, but, like, I played via... You know how you could play PSP games on Vita? I forget, I forget which platform it was actually on, but I did play a little bit of Katamari on Vita, and I was like, man, I should play this on console one day. And... I don't have the motivation right now just because there's, no, there's too, too many, many other things to fucking play right now. Yeah, but it's really cool that it's coming out. Yes, 100%. Play Katamari right. if you've never played Katamari.
2: Uh, no, that game sucks. Yeah. Kevin, what? it's not a good game. What do you want me to say?
1: Damn. This is the first time I've heard Kevin give like, like a video game, like hot take opinion. I expect that kind of thing from Barrett, Kevin, not you. Not you, Kevin. Uh, I got a PlayStation update, though. Or a few PlayStation updates. Like I said before, Deathloop seems to be coming in May. The The date was leaked originally by the PlayStation store. And then we got confirmation shortly after from at Deathloop on Twitter, uh, who were like, set your watches, assassins. Hashtag Deathloop launches on May 21st, 2021. You can pre-order now because you know what they say. Victory loves preparation. It's my father's birthday. No big deal. Oh, cool. Is there... Yeah, was- can you... Mm- I was gonna make like a Greg Miller's father Deathloop crossover joke, but I couldn't I I couldn't land. I couldn't figure it out. I was gonna be like, is your father a playable character in Deathloop? But it didn't feel creative enough. And so I'm gonna leave it. I appreciate
0: you trying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like that you reached out and, and thought, could you do something there? But I'm sorry it didn't work out that way.
2: Sure, yeah, so you know like there's nothing to grab. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I appreciate you jump though. Are you going to loop your father in? <laughs> hey. Deathloop? All right. Not bad. Not bad. I'll give it to you. <laughs> What's your what's your hype level for Deathloop? I'm 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 drawn to say hi, but I feel like I haven't seen enough of the game. I love the premise, I love the trailers, I love the little bit of gameplay we got to see. I do. I Dishonored never clicked for me, so I, that's my concern. Of like, this all looks cool, and I li- love the idea, and I love the story, but am I gonna love the actual game? I don't know yet. So I'm very interested. I'm very
1: hopeful. I like what I've seen, but we'll have to wait and see. What about you? I I mean, I'm I'm very excited about it. I love I love Arcane's de, uh, design philosophy more so than I've actually loved the dishonored series. Like Dishonored 1 for some reason didn't click. I like played it through and finished it and I was like, "All right." And then I played Dishonored 2 and I was like, "Okay, this is great." No, I really like Dishonored 2. Um, but I think Dishonored as a series, setting-wise and story-wise have never been uh, my jam like I think they call it like whale punk or whatever because everything is powered by like I think whale oil and stuff uh, and that's been a thing where I'm like alright I get it not what my go to is story wise everything about Deathloop seems to uh, be, be more o- along the line of what my interests are like I like this dual assassination story and I think arcane game design in terms of like the immersive sim stuff and you know Going to a level that is like a big, wide, varied level level and choosing how you want to approach the situation or how you want to assassinate somebody and having all these different powers at your disposal, that sounds really up my alley and I'm all about it. And so I've been very excited. I have been uh, skyrocketing in terms of excitement for Hitman 3, though, like even more so. That's Uh, the one that's getting you jazzed lately. Yes. The more I think about Hitman 3, the more I'm like, I cannot wait. One, because I think we can get some really great video content out of Hitman 3 but then also because hitman in general i this new this new wave of hitman from hitman season 1 and hitman 2 have both been awesome like they've just been it's re- just been really fun like it has that similar thing of you know when i talk when i talk about arcane game design of hey go into a level it's this wide varied level and there's just a bunch of system driven stuff you are picking up r- random items to like, put in your pocket to use later. You are disguising these different characters and trying to figure out what works where. And you feel like you're solving this grand puzzle. Like, mm-hmm. it, they do such a phenomenal job of that. And every time, every time a new Hitman is coming out, like usually like beforehand, I'm like, oh, cool, a new Hitman. And it comes out, and I get obsessed with it for a couple weeks. And I guess I'm, I'm excited for that like even if it is just hitman 2 again with new levels that alone gets me excited let alone what hitman 3 is going to be on next gen sure and then you got that vr and then i got the vr did you get your vr adapter yet no i ordered it and i think mm-hmm. it's on this way i keep forgetting i order things from sony and then i get an email from sony being like we have shipped you a thing and i'm like what is shipping <laughs> and so now that you mention it i it's probably on its way very soon if not yeah. already here i just
0: got mine uh the same day i got my it was weird i got the playstation 5 i ordered from playstation then separately got the vr headset adapter as well and i was like this is a good playstation day you know what i mean everything rolling right in there uh yeah
2: quick question for you guys
0: yeah what's up kevin yep. is uh
2: star wars squadron gonna gonna work on the playstation 5 in vr yes yeah you oh, just need to yeah. get the adapter
0: all you need is that adapter for your playstation it's dope
2: Glad I ordered that. I know, Thanks,
0: man. I know, yeah, I know. No problem. That's what we're here for. We're here. That's what this show's here to let you know what you need to order to make PlayStation VR run because it's never easy.
1: Speaking of which, games are getting enhancements on the PS5, uh, including VR games like Blood and Truth. They tweeted this out uh, last week from PlayStation London Studio. Are you planning to play hashtag Blood and Truth on the PS5? Our latest update means you already have the new enhancements for the next gen. Uh, to make the experience even better, and then they talk about higher resolution, higher frame rate up to 90 FPS, highest detail assets used at all times, and improved texture details. This across the whole game as well as our free DLC. All that sounds awesome. I love hearing that they're they're finding ways to do uh, enhancements for PS. VR games well that was always the you know the
0: hope right like what hurts with PlayStation VR right it's a resolution and load times for the most parts and so that was the hope that PlayStation 5 would give them the horsepower to get through that and get more out of that and so like you know for me the w- one black mark I feel on my PlayStation VR uh, platinum hunts is Iron Man where I want to platinum Iron Man and I just need to replay the game. But the loads were so bad that I could never get motivated to go back and replay it again. But then they patched out the loads to, or patched the loads to make them better. And then, of course, now it's PlayStation 5. I, I don't know how much that's enhanced or whatever. But then again, I, you know, it's going you know, to fucking hook everything up. I already got the PlayStation VR all piled up over here. Are you, are you going to hook it up? Not soon. Okay. But one day. It's the same thing right now. We're drowning in games. That's more of a Christmas break early part of the year, right? When there's a gap in there.
1: It'd be cool if I could figure it out. I want to, I'll either stream it on my own channel or maybe figure out a way to do a first impressions. I'd love to, like, figure out how, uh, check out Blood and Truth in PS, PS5, ps PSVR, to see sure. if it actually feels different. Because if it does, like, I, I don't know what FPS it was on on PS4. I'm sure I can just look, look it up. But, like, that's not something I ever, like, paid attention to. But, like, when they talk about higher re- resolution and improved texture details, like, th- that's been my one hang up when it comes to psvr titles and if that stuff feels like it's coming up to par that could change the game for me no pun intended uh when it comes to psvr and how like i'm already in a place where i i love it granted playing oculus quest has made me go oh man this is way more convenient way to play things uh i would go back to blood and truth and play more of it if it's if it truly feels like a different experience like if it feels way smoother and way cooler and way more uh next gen hell yeah Speaking of PS5 updates, the Neo Collection was announced for PS5 and launches next February. Uh, this is from the PlayStation blog, where they write: As we approach the release of this third DLC expansion for Neo Two, I am happy to announce that we'll be releasing several titles to celebrate the series and give new fans a, a way to experience the entire Neo story from Neo from Neo One to Neo Two on PS5. On February fifth, twenty twenty one, the following titles will be simultaneously released. To, cele- to celebrate the four year anniversary of the Neo franchise, uh, those games being Neo 2, the Complete Edition, uh, and that's going to be available on PS4, Neo 2 Remastered, the Complete Edition, available on PS5, Neo Remastered, the Complete Edition, available on PS5, and the Neo Collection, available on the PS5. That's good. Who, what's going on here? Uh, ladies and gentlemen from Bethesda, please welcome
0: Pete Hines. Hello, Pete. How are you? I'm great. How are you, man? I'm good. You know well, Blessing, Ryan. right? You've met Blessing, right? Of course. Just make sure. I can't remember. Yeah. You know, the pandemic got in the way of you coming through for your normal Back visits. When such
5: sure. things used to happen face-to-face, absolutely.
0: Blessing, as you know, is the new face of video games. And how you define the face of video games, that's an argument for a different time. He just had what I like to refer to as a million-dollar idea for Deathloop. Blessing. Okay. Lay it on him. Lay it on him.
1: Did what? I have a million ideas? You did.
0: You did. What, was, what, what, what date does it come out, Blessing? <laughs>
1: It comes out on Greg's dad's birthday.
0: And what should what should what should Deathloop do? What, what what would you think would be a great way to tie in my dad's birthday to Deathloop's release?
1: Hold up, I accidentally unplugged my microphone. Give me a
3: second. <laughs> uh
1: make Greg's dad a play. This wasn't an idea. This is me trying to like figure out a bit or figure out like a punchline to the joke that just never came. Uh is it possible, Mr. Mr. Hines, that we can make greg's father like a playable character or even an npc you know like just making like a random uh character in the background just uh, to celebrate his birthday
5: uh the the truth the the truth is anything's possible uh, yeah, that's right it's right. it probably not as simple as you would think to have a character in the game be based on a real person like we probably would have to i'm um, I'm not a lawyer, but I assume we would probably have to get permission to use his name or whatever if we're specifically uh, referencing him. But, I mean, honestly, we do stuff like this for various folks Mm. here and there all the time, whether they know it or not, Mm. so...
0: And that's the thing. I mean, it, it, what a great birthday gift, whether he knows yeah. it or not. You know, he's, right. he's never seen he's his son watched, in a video right? game, but he could be in a video game. Yeah. But your dad doesn't even play the
5: Solitaire Conspiracy. Like, no. Are you kidding
0: me? My dad can't use. My dad doesn't know how to use a phone. <laughs>
5: right? Come on. You know I, what? How about this? Can you record it on VHS? Somebody playing the game and seeing you pumping them up about thanks for sticking with me, man. We're gonna go places. And yeah, I can can't, do that. And send it on VHS. So he, no.
0: I mean, like you know, I think once my cousin recorded me on uh, that WWE show I did and showed it to him, and he thought that was kind of neat.
5: I mean, look, here's the thing. You know, two things. Uh, number one, if I could make something happen, I, 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 uh, I will bring it up to folks. But I certainly am not the person who decides such things. Sure, sure. Uh, or whatever. But uh, yeah, if 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 somebody thinks we can, we will, and and. Uh, I'll here's what
0: i'm gonna tell you my dad my dad is a crane operator in chicago so if you could work that into the backstory what, for uh, the what nbc part of, but... what
5: part of chicago
0: oh downtown you kidding me he's down nah. you, you you drive around downtown chicago with my dad i'll show you all the buildings he no, built no, no, build no. I,
5: I don't mean what part does he work in i mean which part of chicago is he from my my mother's from chicago so I'm just oh, he, he's north side i uh, gotcha yeah mom was south side mm. even I
1: if it's cool. not a, a playable character even if it's like an easter egg or a reference that a character makes gotcha. where they're like Maybe hey, Miller's
2: dad's
1: birthdays a, picture.
2: Today. a picture yeah too. yeah yeah there's like you know
0: what we're giving you pete i don't want to take up all your time i just want you to think about it think all the different ways you well, would incorporate again, in
5: my father I, I, I don't need to think about it i just got to go to the people who work on death loop every day and go hey here's a request here's an ask <laughs> Here are the many things I can tell you about Greg's father. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this writes itself. You know what and I mean? It, I feel like
0: that's the thing. There's plenty of copyright copywriters over there who are scratching their heads. They got all these, I'm sure you're collecting notebooks or notes or something in this thing, and they're like, oh, what are we going to put on these pages? There you uh, go. Honestly,
5: it. other than the parts you've already written, I think the rest certainly writes itself.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, they, well, good. Thank you very much. They don't, don't
5: even have much. to use a picture. They can
2: just kind of, like, know what Greg looks like and make – Age him up, make him older, senior. Yeah, you know. So it's pretty much the same, Greg senior. You know. Yeah.
5: I just, I would, I would also like to point out, Mister Miller, that I've been at Bethesda now for over 21 years, and the number of times that I've gotten (laughs) them not mentioned or included in one of our things is.
0: I'm gonna guess zero. I'm
1: gonna guess zero. I think
5: it's zero. I've heard rumor that it could be one, but that. (laughs) <laughs> that's not much.
1: was it in street? doom i'm okay. gonna assume it was doom
5: no no it was in the first evil within
1: <laughs> oh, all right man. sorry are you Life actively with trying to get in, in all right bye. all right go take care I gotta go run. all right bye all right bye behinds
0: i mean i'll be R- frank with you i don't i don't know if i like him uh, trying to state that he's more important than my
1: father you know what i mean like <laughs>
0: I don't
1: know if he was trying to say he was, he was more important. I think it was like I'm closer to the team. That said, that aside, the swiftness in which you can get very important, busy people in, into this call <laughs> is incredible. This is this is the power of the server. I love it. <laughs> That's fantastic.
0: I'm speechless. I got nothing to say. I'm speechless. Okay. Okay, well, I think you got through your PlayStation quick hits. There, I right? did. Yeah. Neo, look forward to Neo on the PS Five. So then it becomes what you playing. But I, I mean, what we've been talking about, what we've been playing this entire episode. We've been having a long, great conversation. I think, like, for me, uh, you know, to jump in, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla gets better the longer I play it. Kevin, are you feeling the same way? I'm
2: sorry, I was playing Assassin's Creed. Uh, what's up? I said that I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla. No, I know. Valhalla, I heard you. I was joking. I know, I know uh, yeah, no, no, I'm having a blast. Having a blast. Uh, it just now I figured out how to level up, you know, my power unit, or whatever the hell it's called. So I'm just going around doing the little missions so that I can level up. I'm a. It's so much fun. I can't put this goddamn game down.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing about it where I still think I love Cassandra more, but. Avor and the skill trees and the way they expand out. I love filling those out. I love the mysteries. I love finding the wacky, weird ones. I put one up on Twitter today. Uh, Blessing that I went to the marker. I found this woman in a cell. She was like, "Please feed me eggs." I fed her eggs like three or four times, and then she just let out this horrible fart. Uh, the fart. And then she yeah. gave she gave me my reward, and I went upstairs. And she had farted to screw with the guards who were peeing on her from up top. Yeah. And like that was the thing. It was like you know, mission complete. I was like, "Fuck yeah, all right." Wait. <laughs>
1: this is assassin's creed valhalla
0: this is assassin's creed valhalla damn
1: man. those and vikings to- are
0: wild outside of that goofy shit there's also like a whole bunch of intrigue and you know uh your brother and love interest and things i don't want to spoil and the more i play and the more i open up that skill tree and the more i start changing you know i finally i did you know maybe i one of my big complaints about the game and it remains i don't know if you're still there with me kevin right is the idea that while cool that we have these armor sets that we're putting resources into level up, I, 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 appreciated in odyssey being able to change my outfit all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. the other, yesterday I did put down five bucks and buy one of the crazy, that crazy, uh, like basically I look like Skeletor, the like well, super yeah, black outfit cool. with the green eyes and the green, yeah. uh, things and started using that for a little while. Cause I needed, I wanted to look different and I didn't want to be super underleveled with it and stuff. So like, I'm not saying that's a plus or minus, but I put money into the game when it's something I usually don't outside of like a season pass or something like that. But I start it's it led into high. I finally gotten the uh, um, it's finally gotten the special abilities that were poison oriented, which is how I always play as Cassandra. So I start doing the thing now. You know, if I start a fight, I immediately lace my weapons with poison and then go after him. And that, that armor set actually gives Bad. you augmentations it's like a cool too. Way to fight! Why isn't it a cool way? I like it because then I the get a few hits on him. They're like, I ah, oh, man, don't fight me. Or I'll poison you.
2: Uh, I I uh I can now confirm the skill for dual wielding single no dual-handed weapons is a thing. I've opened it up. I'm one mm-hmm. one uh I don't know, skill point. One skill point away from actually getting it. Pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla like I said is like one of those things that's just constantly on my mind and as much as I can chip away at it I do and I'm having a great time with it and I it's I think I, when I was playing it for review, when we did our review so far, the conversation was very much like... I'm, I like it a lot, but I'm not in love with it yet. Now I'm in love with it. But it's a different kind of love than it was with Odyssey, where I'm way more into this one for the gameplay moment to moment than I am the story overall, or the characters overall. Mm-hmm. What have you been playing, Bust, that we haven't talked about?
1: Uh, let's see here. I talked about Sackboy. Oh, Godfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, played Ooh. some Godfall. I don't think I've talked about it on this show. And... it. <laughs> It's a very interesting game because upon booting it up and playing the first few hours, I, my immediate pro- impressions were: it is a very beautiful game. The combat is pretty fun. The gear, uh, the loot feedback, I think is pretty good. Um, and the story is pretty un- uninteresting. Um, like it's there, like there are characters, but I don't, I don't care about what any of them are doing, and like. <laughs> it's it's been it's been unfortunate that i feel like i've had no motivation to go back because like i think there there's such a seed of goodness there like the like the, the only the only bad thing i can say about the combat is that it feels stiff in places like the dodge, there's a dodge step and you feel like you're barely stepping and i feel like i get hit by enemies all the time because it's the dodge isn't enough and you can upgrade that to like a dodge step and then slide and go different places to uh with where you where you take your characters but i think all of that kind of gets sidelined when the game kind of gives me the vibes of uh this is a fake game that was made for a commercial (laughs) you know like this this is like a game that you put in like a seth seth rogan movie that they're playing in the background like it very much has that vibe of like everything in this game is so generic and it doesn't do anything that feels um extraordinary on its own right but overall like it's fun, and I wish I, I wish more people were playing playing it because I think if I had co op partners to play with, that could be the thing that would bring me back to it and actually motivate me. But like aside from that, everything here, every, everything here works, but I don't think it works well enough to make it something for me that's worth caring about too much or coming back to, if that makes sense. And like, hundred percent, no, that was I, you know we talked about it on
0: the Games Daily when reviews started posting, and you wrote in for it because you were on that episode. And I echoed the same thing where you'd played more than me, but like we had gotten our codes and I'd put 30 minutes into it. And it was totally that thing. And from the 30 minutes, I was like, all right, cool. The story doesn't matter to this game. The combat is fun. It's solid, but it is repetitive. And it is this grind for gear, which don't get me wrong. You know, fuck, look at me in like my 127 hours of Avengers or whatever it is. Like I get that, but it was also, I get that other places. And it's, you know, it fell into the very similar place. Um. Uh. It was that, and what was the other one? Damn, there's another game I started up recently that was the same thing. Of Assassin's okay, Creed? I no, no, because I'm going back. I, I get this and I understand it, but I'd rather do this in Assassin's Creed. Oh, like, Ghost I, King Legends? no. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, it maybe it was Godfall. I'm thinking of actually, but it was like I get what you're going for. I see what you're going for. Oh, it was Demon Souls. Where like I get what this is and I understand what's going for, it and it's it's solid. And I'm not, Demon Souls obviously is a better game than Godfall. But I'm saying in terms of mechanics and what would draw me back to it. Great, but I'd. Ra- I'm already, you know, now 30 hours into this. I'd rather go keep doing that than start fresh here and in Godfall, just do the same thing over and over again to get a little bit better gear.
1: Yeah, and like and, and I mean, doing doing the same thing over and over again. I think I think very much uh, uh, encompasses a lot of what my experience in this game has been. There's a lot of uh, non-variety in the mission structure. Like I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over again for a lot of the missions, and it's it's unfortunate because again, I think there's something here, and I and I. I wouldn't be surprised if this was one of those those games that years years down the line it ends up having this cult following that is like, no, mm, Gotham mm. is awesome. You gotta listen to me. Like this game is great. Like they've improved it. The story, the story is much better now. Like they've more added areas, more areas, right? Missions, yeah. More yeah. more areas. But yeah, as of now, it feels like a launch game as service that isn't a games as a service. Like it, it and I should probably mention that too, right? It feels like it leans more toward the uh borderlands or diablo side of things than the destiny side of things and for me that's a little bit less exciting because i was looking forward to uh something I, I think for me when it comes to a loot game i want something that i feel like is this communal experience with the friends where we're collecting things and comparing our different characters and all that stuff and you can get that a bit in godfall but it seems more so focused toward a more closed off experience so like you don't have like public areas and all the stuff that you would think of when it comes to a games or a servers game um but yeah godfall i've been playing a little bit of that uh and then astro's playroom platinum yeah you know I, I feel good about it i wasn't planning on platinuming it but i think seeing everybody else platinum it and then also saying that it's a very quick platinum it's like four to five hours maybe yeah. uh had me go back to it and yeah like i there the amount of love in that game is always impressive to 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 kind of see. Like all there there are so many more references that I caught on my second way through uh, uh through all these levels. And it's it's awesome. Like again, this is the perfect idea for a quote unquote tech demo-ish short of experience that is packed in with the console. And so that's impressive. Played more uh Apex and I, last week I think I came out and I was like, man, I suck at this game, this new season. Let me tell you. I'm back, baby. I've oh my god! He's back. I am back. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I'm feeling good about my performance in the last week. Uh, and yeah, it's a fun. It's a fun season. I've, I've seen a lot of people have issues with <clears throat> the battle pass. I've not been paying attention to the battle pass, and so I can't really speak to that. The game itself, I think, is has been pretty, uh, fun and solid. And I've had teammates use Horizon, and she seems like an awesome addition as a character. And so, uh, shout out to that. Well,
0: well, really quick to jump in, right? Because, yeah, Mm.
1: my life's been dominated by
0: Valhalla. Uh, Then, like I said, switching off to Sackboy here and there, but we've talked that to death. You should play it. Everybody's sleeping on it. And then, yeah, it was the Fortnite uh, last night Mm. of jumping back in there. And, you know, I'm always one push away from being re-addicted to Fortnite. And I feel like if we're in, I'm in. Because especially with the season ends November 30th, this Marvel season. So if we want to power through and actually get up there, I'm like, what, level 46 or whatever? I'd love to make a run for it and try to get everything. But... I want to give credit where credit is due. I heard uh, you know Kevin give you the shout out earlier but a shout out again of like those Apex skills carrying over to Fortnite, a game you hadn't touched in forever. And last night, yeah, when everybody was down and you were the last one standing, you made a run, got me back up, got me revived. And hell yeah, bless. You're right oh, yeah. there out there shooting. You're right, you're all about it.
1: it. was it was a good time. I like to think of myself as the the um like Andy 2.0. You know, when it comes to when sure. it comes to how when it comes to shooters and when it comes to like, you know, the video game skill, I'm not on Andy's level. But I like to think that I'm like riding under. I like to think that I'm right there. I feel I'm like right it's there. like one
0: of those things where honestly, you are probably so much better than Andy at shooters. It's just that Andy's character that he plays, this nitro rifle mm. that he thinks is so good. You know, mm. like in the in the fictional universe of how good he thinks nitro rifle is, yeah, you're a little bit behind him. But in the real world, you're just leagues and leagues above Andy because he's not good at games.
1: That's a good. Very, that's a very good point. I never thought about it that way, but I think you're absolutely right. That's what I'm here for. Uh, I've also been speaking of shooters. Also been playing some of that Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I'm playing multiplayer lately, and uh, you know, I just mentioned how how much better I felt about my Apex skills than last week. I am terrible <laughs> at Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty, I am absolute garbage in uh, this time around. Who knows? Maybe once I play more, I'll be able to get that skill back. But man, my first week of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, I've been garbo. That said, shout out to the Dual Sense integration to Black Ops Cold War because. It feels awesome in that game. Uh, They like the the, pulling the L2 to aim, right? Like they've added in this squeeze to the trigger. uh, And like it, at first I was like, oh, what's this? But the more and more I use it, the more and more I'm like, oh no, this is kind of cool. I kind of like the accuracy that this feels like it's lending toward this game, uh, which is cool. But then like they do the thing where different guns feel different in the dual sense, and it's very impressive. And it seems like they've paid attention to it and gives me confidence that hopefully more. Uh, third-party developers will take the DualSense and do cool things with it. Because I think, to the question of, will third parties really do anything with this if they're de- developing for these different platforms? And I think there's something about the promise of the DualSense and how cool it is and how much it adds to the experience in an additive way and not in a, oh, this is weird. This is this weird um, uh, secondary kind of function. I think we'll lend to more developers using it. Like, I think more developers are going to be like, no, this th- it's worth trying out because it's a, it's a cool thing um and so fingers crossed for that and then lastly i've been playing the pathless You've you I, been playing the pathless list. for a while okay yeah. you beat it okay yeah, i beat it forever ago but i've not actually been able to get my final impressions on the pathless because of embargoes and the way ps lovey shakes out because i think the i think the embargo was last tuesday but sure. like i didn't want to like shut off the live recording so i could talk about it and so i'll talk about it now god i love that game it is i said i said at the beginning that i that and sack are like my two favorite how long is it?
0: Because this is one I got to do. I have it on the cross
1: media bar, but it's like you know, when do I want to hop into it? It's like six, seven hours.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not.
1: Okay. It's not long at all. Like yeah, I played it in two days, okay. and it. And this might be like a might be a little bit of a turnoff, uh. But it's like it's the thing that really, uh, made me fall in love with it. It is such a team eco game, in terms of you are entering into this land. The story is kind of, uh, like a little bit abstract, though it is. It is more of a told story than Shadow, of the Colossus, or any of, any of the other Team Eco games. Like there are actual cutscenes, there are actual interactions and stuff um, that you're getting between the main character and the the villain. Um, but like it has a lot of those the 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 DNA that makes the Team Eco games the Team Eco games. Whether sure. it is like there are these big boss fights that you enter into for each of the different areas that feel very much like a. Oh, they 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 saw Colossai and wanted to do their own thing with that. Mm-hmm. There is the uh, the hints of story that you're getting about each of the beasts that I feel like are good for what this uh, what this game is going for. Like it feels like they learned all the right lessons from the Team Eco games and also from games like Journey because it's um, Giant Squid who has people that worked on on games like Journey. Okay. So I feel like they learned the right, right lessons from that while also maintaining this original uh idea in terms of the movement system and the the puzzles and how how the um the structure of the structure of the game is laid out because you are basically going from area to area solving these different puzzles collecting the emblems to then activate these towers to then restore life to the world and restore life to the beasts essentially that that inhabit the world um and yeah it's 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 a really cool game i very much recommend people go check it out go play it the soundtrack is phenomenal these are probably things you all you've already heard me say before but i'm going to echo it again (laughs) it is fantastic i loved it great oh and i also want to rank it for psn games ranked almost forgot oh okay where? 2020 games ranked.
0: So if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, you go to kindofunnycom slash 104 list. See us ranking all the weird random PSN games we've been playing throughout the year. Right now, your top 10 of 52 looks like this. But number one, Manifold Garden. Number two, Telling Lies. Number three, Fall Guys. Number four, Bug Snacks; Number five, John Wick Hex. Number six, Ghost Runner. Number seven, Streets of Rage 4. Number eight, Under Night in Birth. Number nine, Superliminal.
1: And number 10, Hunt Down. Where do you want to put the Pathless? I'm going to put it. At number four, right below Fall Guys, right above Bug Snacks. Okay, okay,
0: well, knocking Bug Snacks down a peg, but you love to see it. Someone's got to keep those snacks in their place.
1: I uh, why above Bug Snacks, why below Fall Guys? I just liked it better than 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 Bucks next. I think it go it, and it's weird because all three of these games are very apples and oranges to each other. Yeah, so it yeah. feels like honestly, I could th- those these can shake out in any way, and I'd be fine with it. Um, but I'm putting it above Bucksnax just because as a launch title, I I liked it better, and it feels like it's going for a lot more, and I think it succeeds so much. I'm putting it under Fall Guys because Fall Guys just feels like a um a game that resonated more not only with me but like with people in general right like *Bugs* Mm -hmm. or um fall guys was this game that everybody talked about and became the sensation for about a month uh and like people are still playing fall guys and and liking fall guys and uh the pathless and this is this is me basing this a little bit off of public public reception as opposed to just my own opinion um but still like the pathless in terms of its reception at launch hasn't caught the world on fire and i think that's because of two things i think or i think that's mainly because people are going to go to other launch titles first right like people right now are, have been playing through miles morales and astrobot and uh, D- uh demon souls and other games and also like the reviews for it in general haven't been like insane like it's gotten mainly like eights i think eights and nines is kind of where the path is, sh- is shaking out um and so like it hasn't necessarily been this runaway success well i mean it's a success but like Comparing it to to Fall Guys hasn't had like as much like viral success as that game. Sure. And then looking at my own personal uh, view of both games, like Fall Guys is one that I think, for what it is, I think this is very good. Like Fall Guys is is a a fantastic fun game in a way that, again, apples and oranges. Like the Pathless for me is like this cool deep thing, also fun. Um, I just I'd give the edge to Fall Guys. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, you can write in to be part of the show at patreon.com
0: slash kinda funny games and be part of a segment we call trophies and chill. This is where we look through your PSN profile over on psnprofiles.com. Today Adam F writes in uh Adam F's psn if you want to follow along is watson 001 so that's watson 001 uh living in the uk it has been agonizing seeing everyone in other countries enjoying their ps5s before we in europe head into next generation please give my profile a good and proper grilling thanks for all you do adam f uh over on psnprofiles.com slash watson 001 one, we find Watson 001, whose little bio is I play games on occasion. Uh currently sitting at 324 for level of trophies, uh, 3,683 total trophies, 17 platinums. So blessing. Looking through this right now, the first thing you see, you love to see it, Death Stranding. Right at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. The most recent trophies, Death Stranding. I hope. Watson, you're working on the Death Stranding Platinum. Uh, your most recent Platinum, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Another one after our hearts. You've been playing some Borderlands 3 in there. Uh, what, you got some Elder Scrolls online, but it looks like you just touched it and left. You hate to see that. You know what I mean? You, when you turn it on, you see, yeah, you, for I think... the, you see the Elder Scrolls online. One trophy of 124. <laughs> just Jesus. like popped in. You're like, whoop, nope, this is a mistake. Out I go. Uh, you have Control in there, too, as well as one of your Platinums. I'm switching over to just Platinum. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Control, Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, Spire of the Dragon, Spider-Man, Assassin's Creed Origins, Rocket League, Horizon Zero Dawn, Job Simulator, Ratchet & Clank, Fallout 4, Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, Resogun, Sound Shapes, and Minecraft are your 17 Platinums. If I was to look into the future, I would assume your PlayStation 5 gets here this week and you work set off to get the platinum in Assassin's Creed Valhalla and uh, Demon's Souls. If I was a betting man, that's where I would say you're starting. And I say more power to you. Because this is a good, what I like about a small platinum trophy list blessing is when you can see the kind of gamer the person is in it. And you see here, oh, yeah. you see the Assassin's Creed, you see Horizon Zero Dawn, you see the open world games of Ghost of Tsushima, of Marvel Spider Man, then you see something like Dark Souls, you see something like Bloodborne, you see that uh, influence right there, and seeing that Watson double zero double o 00, zero wants to be punished.
1: Yeah, no, I, res- I, res- I respect this trophy list. I, I I'm, I'm, the thing I I, I um, that sticks out to me whenever I look through these trophy lists are even less so the platinums, and more so just. The breadth of games the uh, folks play in general because i'm sure. looking at this list and i'm like this tells a story this tells this tells a story of somebody who definitely played the, P- the ps plus games <laughs> because my <laughs> trophy like towards the beginning of the ps4 generation here like the trophy list is looking very similar to uh, to, to a lot of the games i played and i'm like oh yeah i played this because of ps plus i played this because of ps plus and i'm like oh i see what's going on here like i i see why you played um uh fucking uh counter spy on the ps4 like I, I know i know that story i know how that goes respect ladies and gentlemen this
0: has been ps i love you xoxo remember each and every tuesday morning blessing and i come together to nerd out about all things playstation if you like that head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the post show we're about to record of course you can write in to be part of the show there you can get the show ad free You can have a good time and support us in all we do, and we thank you for it. Uh, However, if you have no bucks tossed our way, you can watch later, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every Tuesday morning. Uh,
3: We have that post-show to do, so we got to go do that. But until next time, for everybody else, it's been our pleasure to serve you.